Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. You look nervous. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Don't let go of me. I think you're worth on my neck, me. That is why the warriors have come! I'll be back to have vengeance! Throw me a freaking bone here. The martini, shaken, not stirred. Hello, kiddies! You may fire when ready. In the red corner, standing six foot two inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds, is the Eclectic Collective! surrounding me that I feel disgusted just breathing the same air. I find myself continuously looking at my watch, wishing that my shift was over and I could go home and watch Pretty Little Liars. Uh, 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 baseball! I meant to say baseball! Lord, being around all these idiots is really raining my anger. I think I'm going to break up this gathering of low IQs. Excuse me, fellas. There's no loitering allowed in this monument of consumerism. Hey, get out of here! Nobody wants you here! You axophony reject! No one cares, Paul Blot! You know what? This group of ignorance isn't worth my time. I'm telling you, there's no respect for the law these days. People just run around thinking they own the world, and they could do whatever they please. I'm just not in the mood for anyone's crap tonight. If I see one ounce of trouble, I'm going to lay my hand of justice down with God's fury. I see a lady in distress now. It's time to change the world. Excuse me, ma'am. What seems to be the problem? I just dropped my purse, you loser. Oh my god, does your badge say- <clears throat> Excuse me, ma'am. I was just called by HQ. I need to tend to another problem. No one called on your stupid mic. <clears throat> I've had it with this area. No one understands the seriousness of the situation here. With all the hate that they are spewing out of their skull caves, they do not see that I am here to protect them, to serve the greater good of the area that I walk through at all times. I'll tell you this for sure. If one more person disrespects me or this uniform one more time, I'm going to serve some poetic vengeance down upon their meat sacks. Excuse me, Mr. Malarkey. Can you turn that blasted music off? And tell me, why are you talking to yourself as if you swallowed too much air? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. I was just chronicling, chronicling the life of a mall security guard to maybe help with recruiting fresh faces to observe and protect the, this great establishment. Listen, moron. You're paid $8 an hour. And all you're supposed to be doing is walking around looking like you are important. If you see trouble, call the real cops, Nancy Drew. Uh, 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 yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm on it. You can count on me, sir.
Hello, everyone. To this, welcome to this wonderful show of all things nerdy. Shut up, Ryan. <laughs> I'm not going to tolerate your laughing tonight. <laughs> we are the Eclectic Collective, and according to Penal Code Section Six, Subsection B, this show has nothing to do with the law. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matt. I'm Ryan. I'm Brian. I'm Jim. Welcome so, back, yeah, Brian. Yeah, welcome back, Brian. Yay! What happened last night? Or last uh, time? Last night? Last I'm night. I'm scatterbrained today, guys. <laughs> this is going to be rough for me. It's your problem. <laughs> I don't know English. I don't think of English. Shabalim. Uh, uh, how's everybody feeling tonight? You feeling better, Brian? Not dead. Not dead? Yeah. <laughs> How about it you guys? Is good. Alive. Feeling good? Ready yeah, for ready. tonight? We're ready, man. We're ready. Well, you know, I, I've lost 10 pounds and I have a beard. So, hey. you know, if I grew an inch every 20 pounds, I Hashtag would be Hashtag goals. <laughs> it only took you, what, 34 yeah, years? Yeah, 34 years. Yeah. You grow know. a beard. Like yeah. I said, you know, if I, grew, if, I, if I grew an inch every time I lost 20 pounds, I would be set by the end of this. You know, sure. So tonight we'll be discussing cops and cop I'm duos from the. I'm not gonna touch that one. Oh, oh, you're not gonna touch it. <laughs> you're not gonna touch it, are you? <laughs> Don't touch it. Okay, touch this. Oh, so like I said, tonight we'll be discussing cops and cops. <laughs> okay, we need somebody else. <laughs> Matt is fired. No, I'm not fired. Take I'm fired. Two. I'm going to keep Snap. it going. I'm going to keep it going. <laughs> cops and cop duos from '60s to today. So uh, it's the interrupting. That's it's rude. <laughs> it's so rude. I can't take it. It's in my brain. Syllables. Syllables. <laughs> so before before we get started, I wanted to see. It's that. It's that right there. <laughs> it's okay. You're just putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. And keep, I wonder why. We have four-hour episodes. <laughs> it's this right here. It's words. It's words. 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 Uh, before we get started, uh, I want to tell everyone to go on and watch the Titans trailer. There's some people in this room that re didn't really dig it, but there's a few of us in here that think this it is was for the, amazing. This is the DC Universe the DC new streaming universe. service. Yes. And it's going to be awesome. And uh, also, there was... Uh, uh, Something that happened on NXT the other night that was kind of shocking. Oh, you uh, have Alistair Black. Alistair Black, Black dropping the belt. Dropping the belt. You to know Tommaso what? Ciampa, of all people. That's yeah. ridiculous. You know what I think that happened? I think it happened because uh, Alistair's going to be going to the big stage soon. And he, the, what's his name? Uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso, I think he's an easy guy to lose the belt to somebody important, whoever they figure out. Well, they've been, had him belt. and Johnny Gargano feuding forever. Yeah, and it's probably going to be him. You think yeah. they'll give it to Gargano yeah, finally? See, it's, yeah. He's an easy guy to lose a belt so that Gargano can take it over. Um, yeah, so what do you think What'd you think of the skit, Ryan? Did that bring you close <laughs> to home and go back to the Hickory Hollow Mall days? I miss those days, actually. Yeah. What are you talking about? You were standing there with me. That's what I was doing. <laughs> I was thinking of that skit the entire time. In my in my time at Hickory Hollow Mall, That's probably what you did. I'm shift. related to the real Paul Blart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good skit. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, I was there, but we were at that mall pre-smartphone, so when we That's were true. walking around, y'all really stuck had at a door. Do. <laughs> you know, yeah. being being a mall cop, it, it was the importance was location. Yes, you know, because I kept kept he kept putting me at the crap door. Yeah, Ryan here was my supervisor for years. 
and he kept putting me at the crap door where nothing happened and there was one store yeah. and I'll, what door was it I want, always wanted to go to that had the Alpha. arcade huh Alpha Alpha or A A fancy pants over here <laughs> calling it Alpha Captain Marine Corps it had the um <laughs> Game that had tilt or yeah. what was it? It wasn't it's tilt. tilt. Yeah, it was tilt. No, it, was it wasn't tilt. When oh, we Game were there. Galaxy. Game Galaxy. Oh. The arcade. And the barbershop uh, barber on the other side. So it was so entertaining. Well, he just yeah. liked it because it was close to the food. Let court. me ask you guys something. Do y'all, that too. <laughs> do, y'all get, do y'all get jealous watching the uh, mall cops at Opry Mills roll around on their segways? Dude, we, I had no idea. <laughs> we had like a cheap Segway, but it wasn't called a Segway. Say, we had one for outside. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't called what, a Segway, the, though. Oh, no, it was, was, it was the, like it was the one. No, no, no. It was that one that actually had, it looked like a. Uh, Four mini wheels. What those little, hor- like a chariot almost oh with a big God. with a big badge <laughs> on the front. I am Spartacus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. But we had a friend there that would that actually rode it around. But then when it came it. to something important, he was he ran faster oh, than yeah, that. Oh yeah, he did. So, oh wow, <laughs> it was kind of useless. He would clean that thing. Oh yeah, he loved that teether. Yeah, like you remember when he chased that dude up a hill? Like oh, it yeah. was straight uphill, and mm-hmm. he caught that guy. He just had, yeah. Oh yeah. See, those are exciting. Hey, we were at Hickory Hollow. Our lives were on the line every night <laughs> when we were there. Dude, work a night shift at Walmart. Enough said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Golly. So, uh, yeah, so we're talking about cops this week. Do you see yourselves at, at any time in your life? Did, did you ever see yourself being a cop? Nope. No. Not at all. Not, not even, even a little bit. Negatron. Not even in not the even fantasy remotely. world of the cop movies. Because no. you look at cop movies. I did. No. You did? I did? Oh, yeah, dude. After seeing Beverly Hills Cop and Lethal yeah. Weapon. Oh, yeah. Nothing like, you know, thinking, you know, you're Martin Riggs. But, of course, you were Martin Riggs stepbrother that nobody liked yeah. <laughs> let me tell you man john mcclain put false like hopes like the crap he goes through like by at the end of every diehard movie he is almost dead like yeah. he barely walks yeah. but then the Limbs next movie broken, comes the bleeding. next movie comes he's completely he's healed like brand new he, brand, like yep. nothing ever happened. and you know what healed him Correct. aspirin <laughs> yeah, that's right. Aspirin. Yeah. <laughs> and that phone call home to his wife. phone call home to his wife and a good old thing of aspirin. Can't imagine why he went through divorce in the movies, huh? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, Jim, let's start with you, man. Yeah. Who are your top three movie cops? In just cops, because yeah, you know, know, next we're going to do duos. I know. So, um... It's pretty pretty tough, man. Um, I know it's going to be a long. Please list. don't pick mine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, you know, my number one is going to be John McClane. John I mean, McClane, yeah, but why? Hard. Why is he your number one? It, man, it was just the um, this number one. I love the stories, and um, I loved how they connected. Uh, I loved how they connected uh, the the story arc between one and three. Um, but him as, I mean, I just, the over embellished him going through everything and almost dead at the end of everything, but saving the day and coming back for the next film and doing it all over again. And just, I don't know, man, it was just, uh, there was just something fun about his movies. Um, uh, my next one, um, I really liked was, uh, Danny Roman from the negotiator. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Then that was, that was a great film in that. 
the, it seemed it was almost like the good guy had to become the bad guy to prove that he was a good mm-hmm. good guy because yeah. the bad guys were actually you know somebody else. Mm-hmm. And you had uh, Samuel and uh, Kevin Spacey that. Oh man, you're talking about yeah. some of the best actors yeah. of our day, man. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. Um, and then uh, Nicholas Angel from Hot Fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas uh, Angel, Simon Pegg, man. He, I ah, you just can't go Simon wrong Pegg. with Simon They're in my Pegg, number two, man. but we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, but you know, I'll give uh, I'll give honorable mention to uh, Axel Foley from Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, and uh, don't give too many honorable mentions here because she'll probably know, pick everybody I else's. Know, people. I, <laughs> I got a long list, so I could go. I on. don't. But you know, uh, with Die Hard, uh, you know, I love one and two, but one and two are so similar that it's almost like I could skip one yep. of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it it's funny because. Four, live free or die yeah. hard is my favorite. I, I got that's pretty good. I got one more honorable mention and then I'll stop. Johnny Utah, Point Break. Okay. Yeah, I have. Oh, yeah, I, I thought love about Johnny him. Utah and Point Break. But you know, it's nice. funny when, when I go through my my other list. That's I'm bringing that movie up. But okay, yeah, uh, live free, live free or die hard to yeah. me is my favorite because it it, it's it's more comedic, but it's got the hacker. Stuff yeah, I like and that. I love, I love that hacker aspect. stuff. I love that aspect to it. Um, Anything it, it, with hackers in it. It really brought a modern modern feel, um, but still, it was the John McClane, you know, I'm yes. about to die because I'm saving the world again. Mm-hmm. It was like combining those two things, yeah, you, know, tech, you know, technology and John McClane, because John McClane doesn't use anything <laughs> nope. technology ever Mine's in not. any movie. My, f- my favorite cop movie is still Die Hard with a Vengeance, though. Uh, I Okay, that is probably, in my opinion, the most iconic yeah. Die Hard movie because yeah. it has so many quotes yes. from both John McClane and, and Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson mm-hmm. and it didn't and stray away from the Gruber right. instance. It arced, it arced, it arced Gruber. into it. Yeah. And in my parent, in Indeed. Jeremy Irons, oh, God. Amazing, amazing villain. Amazing villain. Simon Gruber. Yes, yeah, Simon Gruber. And uh, uh, you know Simon his says. affiliates, like that that crazy girl mm. and the yeah. giant German guy. You know they all. It was like he had, uh, what what do you call them? Like odd job. They're your henchmen. Oh, henchmen. Yeah. Yeah, like henchmen. Yeah. Uh, and they were some crazy henchmen, they and they were, were going for the and gold. I'm sorry, it was like they. Huh? She was hot. Yeah, she was. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> that crazy uh, hot. She, she was that real. She was that perfect mix. She was. She was that. She'll kill anybody for you. Literally yes. hot. Yes. Yeah, type yes. of person. So how about you, Brian? <laughs> what, what, what were your top three? Shh. Number one was RoboCop. RoboCop. Oh, RoboCop. Everybody likes that futuristic fantasy. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. Original the robot. Original, not that new one. Uh, okay. Hey, I like I the new. I like the new. I like the new one. Garbage. Now the new ask. one is nothing compared to the old. No, one, no, but not the at new all. One to yeah. me was yeah. really no, no, no. Good. original Robocop. Original Robocop. Yeah, that's that's my number one. Okay. <laughs> they, they, they don't like the new one. I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it I now. Say I, I like, like the new one. I just, I it's that. not I'm not crazy about it, but I, I'm Keaton the original bad one guy. for me. It's awesome. Yes, Michael Keaton, anything. Yeah. Michael yes. Keaton, awesome. anything, anywhere. Number two for me would be John McClane because just ultimate awesome. He's the ultimate. He's but everything about, you want, and in in, 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 without having to need technology, he's everything you want, and kind of that awesome I do things my own way type cop well it was it was it's kind of like the um he knows he's so knowledgeable about being a cop in that I mean he can he knows exactly what precinct to call help from 
in order to get uh, an ambulance moving from the right area. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just, just having that level of cop knowledge is just crazy. And plus he kills Snape. <laughs> oh, yeah. there, you there you go. I just want to spoiler. Hit. I want John McClane's healing powers. I just want to be able go. to take an aspirin and that yeah. happen in one day. I mean, I'm just I'm like fine. he gets shot all in one side of his body or something or breaks legs <laughs> and he's and healed. He like, oh yeah. And then my number three, Trace, yes. would be Rick Deckhart from Blade Runner. Nice. Oh, nice. I yeah, love Because let me tell you, that scene when he's climbing up the like climbing up in that pouring rain after having already ripped things off and like, I, you know, it's just oh man. I have, to, I have to admit, guys, I'm not a Blade Runner fan. You're not a Blade oh, Runner fan. I'm not a Blade Runner fan. I tell you what I love about I, I tell you what I love about Blade Runner and Rick Deckhart is how innocent he is at the beginning and how he changes throughout the movie yes. and you know see sees that the law is corrupt and mm. you know becomes all against it that's what i love cuz he sticks with he sticks with his uh you know like he's the cop but you yeah. know he's actually like a replicant searcher okay. to you know to see you know who you know the replicants yeah. are to you yeah, know. yeah 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 um but you know at the very beginning he, he follows <laughs> protocol the entire time and then he starts to pick up on these hints, like, and you never know is is he a replicant? That was the, you know exactly. that's the main question. I'm gonna leave it right. at that, but it's the main question that hmm. you know you start to wonder is he a replicant? You know, and yeah. then and and then the new movie came out, and some of those questions were answered. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody out there because it's still a little new. Stop but not right new. there. <laughs> <laughs> so Rick Deckard. Uh, John McClane Robocop and Robocop, RoboCop. original Robocop original for you OG yes OG going yeah. OG well, well who who played the original do you remember his name Peter was it Peter Peter Weller Peter yes. Weller yes, Peter Weller yeah Peter Weller his voice made yeah. Robocop in yeah. my opinion uh, you know in research I swear every cop movie has cussing there is like Absolutely. no cop movie yeah that doesn't have cussing. I, I mean, I know that's, you know, you know, for this show we can't cuss. Kinda, so you know, kindergarten cop, you probably know, your only movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. even it, it has. Well, I was just saying, yeah, it, it really does. does. It does. <laughs> even around, you're not going to get away from a cop film without no, having not at cussing. No, not at all. How about you, Ryan? What are your top three cops? Well, we got to go. Of course, we talked about this on a movie podcast, but I got to go, Lieutenant Vincent Hanna from yeah. Heat. Al Pacino. I, I knew mean, you were going to go there. Oh yeah, man! Like he's number one. What like, a, what is it about Vincent Hanna that you love that made him your number one though? He's just in the quote of John Voight in the movie. He's a hot dog. Like he's <laughs> yeah. the epitome yeah. of what a LA cop I think he is. Yeah. He doesn't go home hardly. He eats, sleeps, and drinks his work. John Voight said in the movie he goes. He's going. He's like had three marriages. What does that tell you? That he likes yeah. to stay at home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I mean, Vincent Hanna, just that, just his appearance. Like he just has a no nonsense appearance. Yeah. I gotta go. Also, I gotta go. Jack Cates from the Forty Eight Hours movies. Oh yeah. I like old Nick Nolte. I think <clears throat> Nick Nolte just the alcoholic. You know his voice, that raspy voice. And, and well, yeah. those two, him and Eddie Murphy playing off of each other was. was oh man, that so was good. awesome. Was like so you couldn't. Yeah, that just helped. Like, their chemistry together just made me like him a lot more. Yeah. You and know, I'll, but Eddie Murphy is really talented and playing oh, he's off a other people's. Oh, yeah. 
I just, just think he's made some really bad decisions that kind of plummeted yeah. his career. So. He just, I don't know, he's, Jack Cates just was rich, the epitome but, of that. Oh, he's rich. That rough neck cop, you know, the long yeah. hair, risk, you know, just whatever. Mm-hmm. And, of course, my last one, Chief Martin Brody. <laughs> <laughs> and let me just go on and say the reason is, like I said. You got to say the movie. Some Jaws. Might know, yeah. Better know who Jaws is. Um, <laughs> you know, there's especially for that's young true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, who's Chief Martin But what's Brody? perfect yeah. about him is he's not the the actual like he's not a John McClane. No. He's not a Martin Riggs. He's just the everyday. Like you would see him probably out right. in Florida right now. Like he's just your everyday. Yeah. Not the most you know toughest guy in the world, but I mean he got the job done. But mm-hmm. I just I loved his character in that movie. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah, good choices. Nice. Uh, mine are, uh, number one is Martin Riggs. And I had to sit down for a long time yeah. to, because it came down to John McClane, Axel Foley, or Martin Riggs. But I, so I came to Martin Riggs because to me, he's a little bit mixture of both. Because John McClane, John McClane is, what, what what's a, a PG way of saying smart? Yeah. You, you know, <laughs> smart like, aleck. Smart aleck. Smart aleck. Thank you. There you go. He's a smart aleck. Uh, and, you know, so his, his smart aleckness is the, the comedy of it, but he's really serious the entire time and very uh, action, you know, action yeah. packed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Axel Foley is straight detective comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he uses his Incredibly humor smart. Yeah. and yeah. everything to get Cleverness. himself yeah. information and out of, you know, situations. Right. Martin Riggs, I think, is a, a little both because he has a lot of humor uh, in his role and yeah. a lot of action. And uh, he... And he is a lot smarter than he, you know, shows mm-hmm. when it comes to you know Murtaugh, yeah. Yeah. and Murtaugh always treats him like the idiot and the soldier or whatnot. So Martin Riggs came down to be my number one. Okay, uh, number two is Joe Friday, uh, but the Dan Aykroyd Joe Friday, yes. Yes. not yes. the original. Yes. I tried watching the originals at one time from the whatever the sixties or whatever, but they are so boring. <laughs> Now, Dan Aykroyd <laughs> got a lot of the Joe Friday-ness from that character, mm-hmm. like the constant talking and the, you know, the penal code, blah, 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 blah you know, all that, whatever, the law uh, from that show. But I loved Dan Aykroyd's Joe Friday. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah. It's, he is hilarious in that role, and I'm a huge Dan Aykroyd fan. Oh, uh, Anyway, uh, number three is Frank Drebin. From uh, the Drebin. the Naked Gun. Oh, this yes. is why <laughs> I yes. love Frank Drebin because everything works out for him, even though he screws everything up and is a complete He's moron. A complete, yeah. complete moron. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what happens, it always works out for him, no matter how much he screws up. So that, <laughs> hey, hey, hey! <laughs> uh, I I love the Naked Gun movies. It's been a while. Since I've seen those yeah. movies, I'm going to have to go back and uh, touch so you, up. You got one more on one guy that likes to talk a lot. That explains a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. To yeah. my right. I mean, it's, you know, flows yeah. right in with it. I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you said you had some, now that we've said our favorite cops, did you have some honorable mentions? I, I told you my honorable mentions. I mean, I I mean, I had, uh, uh, I also had a few, um, 
uh, down here, um, Cobra Cabretti, Sylvester Stallone from Cobra. Oh yeah. You know, I never saw that movie. It's, it, I mean, it, watching it now because it's it's one of those mm-hmm. typical '80s movies. It came out in '86, um, but it might be a little draggy yeah. to watch it at times. Yeah, there was but, an interesting fact about Cobra. Yep, I know. What's that? Yep. I'll let Ryan uh, go ahead. Cobra originally Beverly Hills Cop was supposed to star Stallone. And oh Cobra, yeah, 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 yeah. Cobra was the plot that he wanted, and since they didn't make that, that's why he made Cobra. Okay. And then he goes on to do other movies that have a lot of humor, like Demolition Man yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he didn't do Beverly Hills Cop because it was too comedic. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you ended up doing it anyway, dude. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. Good riddance because, I mean, I love yeah, that. I can't <laughs> see, <laughs> yeah, I can't see. Yeah, I cannot else. see Stallone going, hey, yo, Billy. <laughs> 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 um. Uh, so uh, I had a couple of honor- honorable mentions. Uh, one of them was Jimmy Doyle from French Connection. Did y'all ever see that? I movie? like French Connection. Uh, yeah. Gene I never Hackman. Watched it. I never watched it. Oh my god, oh, that's a good one. Gene Hackman. It's okay. It is an all dialogue movie. Mm-hmm. It's all dialogue. Okay. So if you're not into those kind of movies, it depends then on that. If it's done right, it. I like. Yeah. I can. Yeah. I can dig it. It's got a lot of that Aaron Sorkin edge of your seat dialogue yeah, that I you know that. that works. The, oh, then I so could probably well. di- I could probably dig that. Now. And it's Gene Hackman doing it. Oh, okay. So Gene Hackman, you know, Gene, Gene Hackman plays uh, Doyle. So, uh, he, you know, through this movie. Just not the nonstop interaction and the dialogue. I, I love his character in that movie. Mm-hmm. And another honorable mention is uh, Ben Stiller's uh, Starsky <laughs> from Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> do, 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 do it. Do it. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> um, oh, I had. I got one more. One, okay. more. one more honorable mention. Joe Hollenbach, Bruce Willis, The Last Boy Scout. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know the, the opening scene to that movie that still man, rocks my world dude, dude when he shoots when he shoots runs the players, down the hits, oh, yeah. all the oh way to gosh. the end zone that's a really good movie because i mean i saw i'm gonna be really honest young. in this day and age i am so shocked that that's never happened yeah no. right it'd be i mean i mean it, i'm not gonna put out in the universe but ew, it'd be so easy gosh, to do. i'm just so shocked that it's never happened so let's go to duos yes. let's yeah. start with you brian Let, what give me give me two and then we'll do honorable mentions i only uh, have two you only have two? I've got really? three. Oh, Holy crap, two. I got ten. <laughs> so duos. My number one. Number one. Schmidt and Jinko. Schmidt and Jinko. G- 21 Jump, Jump Street. Street. The oh, new one. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I hate that love movie. That oh, I love movie. that movie. That is I hate that great. movie. Oh, my gosh. So that is the best duo uh, <laughs> you could ever put on screen <laughs> for me. I'm... I'm still waiting for I'm three. I'm still man. waiting to come for on it. With it. You, I just, oh man, the hilarity that ensues then with those two is—they're perfect. They're together, perfect. Man. They're perfect. Yeah, they are. They play off one of another better than uh, than most anybody I've ever seen. And they're like best friends. And they're best friends. Yeah. yeah. So it's natural. Yeah. It's oh, really please. natural. <laughs> Which is weird. How do you think? Jonah Hill, yeah, of all people, and yeah, like okay, at one time he's like the fattest. And 
I, no, I, I got. I don't you. have a non. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to watch my words. What's the yeah. descriptive word words. I can come up with now? He's, he's your most non-conventional yeah. celebrity <laughs> actor. He's like he's like next us. to Magic Mike. Mike. That's true. So you wonder but how these two. That's why I really want the next one to start because he's lost all this weight. Yeah, he looks amazing now. Yeah. Now I want Channing him. Yeah, yeah, and I want Channing Tatum. <laughs> Put Channing Tatum in a fat in a fat suit, suit yes. and yeah. switch roles. That would be hilarious. He doesn't have to be fat, fat, but maybe. Yeah, I know. Gut. Yeah, Just a little gut. Yeah, yeah. Right. Hill lost a lot of weight for <laughs> both did. of those movies. Yeah. He did. Um, What's your number two? Number two would have to be Mike Lowry <laughs> and Marcus Lowry. Burnett from the Bad Boys. Those are good. It's movies. Mike Lowry, and I'll put those. That's my number two right there because I'm pretty sure I know why, someone's number uh, one over here. <laughs> <laughs> so why? And they were my three. <laughs> they were your three? No, no, no. Those were my number two. I was talking about my other. My number threes. Oh, I got you. But they're my number two. I like them because of their just pure awesome plus hilarity. Oh, yeah. Just I, I mean that they feed off each they other. They feed off each other. Like I, I just out of out of like out of nowhere. Yeah. When boy walks up, supposed to be taking out his his daughter to a prom, <laughs> and they just go super ghetto yeah. real quick. And they're just like they you act see like tomorrow. <laughs> they act like they just got out of prison. Yeah. And it was prison? and it, it was just like <laughs> clockwork. Yeah. And, the, and then the episode, and then the one movie where they had to actually switch roles, yeah, and they had to be each other because of the wit- yeah, that, that, that witness one. protection. Oh thing. yeah, that was the first one. The yeah. first one, yeah, yeah. because uh, she mistakes <laughs> yeah. mistaken yeah. him for uh, for the Mike other one. for the other Lowry. one. Yeah, Mike Lowry. <laughs> How about you, Ron? First one, Tango and Cash. Tango and Cash. Could have been Tango and Cash. Like you had the perfect actors. For yeah. that role, yeah, it was good, and they provided the best comedy and action. They fed off each other. Plus, he had Rambo and Snake. I like know, they right? Teamed up. <laughs> like, who didn't want to see that in the eighties? But at that time, at that time, that was not your like. That was probably not their first pick. No, to yeah. be together. They, yeah. I bet you, I'm willing to bet. I couldn't find anything on that, but I'm willing to bet that it came down to scheduling for that pairing, and then it ended up being a perfect yeah. coupling you know, of those uh, two. Actually, the cash roll was supposed to go to Patrick Swayze. And he, oh, I'm so but he glad pa- he, he passed on that. it to do Roadhouse, which I like Roadhouse, Well, too. that turned out a win-win oh, yeah, like because he, Roadhouse, yeah. that was perfect yeah. for him. So, yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be uh, Patrick Swayze, so, yeah, yeah. that turned out. Second one, I'm going to go a little bit more scarier. Mills and Somerset from Seven. Okay. Ooh, All right. I, yeah, there you the go. The chemistry they had. Somerset yeah. was retiring. Mills is that rookie. Somerset has his hesitation about Mills, but um, then he just develops a friendship with him and has a friendship with his wife, and then the pain – yeah. He has in his eyes at the end. I mean, I'll, yeah. That, oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I got to be honest. I did not like that pairing only because. Really? Really? Yeah. Only because it was so opposite. It just made it weird. The The only thing, I, I mean, the thing I love about that movie is the, the movie alone and uh, Kevin Spacey is the villain. Yeah. Just. It took everything else. See, but did- t- to me, Brad Pitt, you know, with Brad Pitt being the new guy. And the young one and Morgan Freeman being the retiree. And it was like, it was all, it seemed almost forced with him to me. It seemed almost like he was like 
forced to do all these things and then he is really good at his job and then Brad Pitt's learning and it just it just seemed all opposite <laughs> and to I me. just yeah I mean I love them as a pairing like I just I don't know I thought they were just fed off each other I thought the whole like I thought it was pretty much a more serious Riggs and Murtaugh almost see yeah. I, I think that's I think that's what it is is okay. they're too serious of a duo too right I guess when you know, I got to have some comedy with duos. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, especially in those moments. Like, they had a couple of funny moments when, uh, you know, Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman first met. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. They had a few funny moments. But, you know, nothing that yeah, most really part, made me like Like, I mean, you me. said, yeah, most part, that movie is strict serious. <laughs> and it's all uh, it's all mystery. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's a lot of detective work, which I love. Because I love when they're trying to find mm-hmm. the clues and why he's doing the the sins and yeah. you know they haven't really figured out that that's what he's doing mm-hmm. yet yeah 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 so i love that i love that aspect yeah those are my it. two right there how about you jim so i had three sorry um i thought i only put two down but um, my number three is Riggs and murtaugh from lethal weapon um i mean all three of mine i felt like all three of my choices i felt like were duos as the actors played so well off of each other yeah. mm-hmm. um and uh, my number two is uh, Lee and Carter from Rush Hour. Rush Hour. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, what a weird pairing. It's such but, a weird yeah. pairing, but you, it works so yeah. well. Yeah. I, think if, well. I think that's the perfect. When you put two oddballs mm-hmm. or opposites. Do you understand the words that come out of my mouth? <laughs> Nobody understands the words coming out of your mouth. Kada, kada. <laughs> um, now you may I don't know if you guys know this one or not but Chris and Bill portrayed by Richard Dreyfuss and Emilio Estevez in Stakeout yes yeah, man how did I miss yeah, that yeah I was like I'm sitting here like Ryan hasn't mentioned Stakeout once that is man. one of my favorite cop movies man I mean I don't I don't wouldn't put it in my top five but it would probably get to six real easy man. but man it's such a great movie and they those two played so well. Oh man, yeah, off they, of each oh. other in a comedic fashion. Because yeah. I showed him that movie, uh, yeah. Stakeout. How did I miss that? Good job, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I even like the sequel. I don't care what anybody. Says. I did too. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, I don't care. It's got what's her face in it. Yeah, um, uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, the first one though is the classic. I think she actually did pretty well because he showed. Yeah, I think she did pretty well playing yeah. along with it. So yeah, they were great. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna say uh, Angel and Butterman from was, Hot Fuzz. I was hoping somebody that was my number three. That's, that's my number one, well, yeah. only because Nick Frost and Simon Pegg are the greatest duo, yeah. comedy duo who have ever lived, in my opinion. I you could throw any comedy duo and the many different types of movies they've done with each other and have just made I'm what is he a bass I don't know I think Simon Pegg and Nick Frost I am the biggest fan of those two together I don't what was the bar movie At World's End or something At World's End that was probably but that was the same writer that was the same writer of Hot Fuzz and but Hot Fuzz was perfect it was on point and Shaun of the Dead Yes. It was they. He did at World's End because he wanted to create a trilogy with Simon Pegg and Nick. But I think he got rushed because it wasn't as good. It it had it was too deep for me. Like yeah. it was too deep with the whole, you know, the whole alien thing with the town and everything. It just it, it got too deep. But it still had the Nick Nick Frost Simon Pegg, and then it had uh, uh, that Martin Freeman guy yeah. from uh, uh, the Marvel the, movies. Um. 
and Dor- Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. And he was in The Hobbit. Yeah. Uh, so they had a few other uh, famous British actors at the time. But, you know, you put Nick Frost this time and Peg together. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, my number two is... I went a little weird with this. Okay. Michaels and Slater from Superbad. Okay. Because that is totally oh, how it. I see me and Ryan being cops <laughs> in real life. Totally ignoring everything that's going on around us and doing our and using our cop, you know, status <laughs> to get free things. That's funny because that's not even really a cop movie. No, that's it's not a cop, cop movie, duo. but those are two cops. Those are two I duo cops. That. And they are hilarious together yeah, are. in that movie. And, you know, they're back and forth banter about <laughs> randomness like Star Wars yeah. and alcohol and all that. It is, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I love those two. Well, I'm going to be McLovin. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, Seal? <laughs> one name. One name. And uh, the last one is Sykes and Francisco from Alien Nation. Yeah, Alien Nation. There you go. I, I I was a huge Alien Nation fan, but it didn't it didn't last that long. It lasted like two or three seasons. But it, I don't know. It went to comic book, and they carried on the Sykes and Francisco for a while. Okay. Um, but those two together, because I, I love Aliens, and I, I love the. It, it's kind of like that uh, new movie that just came out on Netflix. Um, they weren't. They're not aliens though. It's got uh, Will Smith. Bright. Oh, yeah, yeah bright. bright. It's not aliens. It's like uh, magical creatures that, yeah. and humans yeah, living together. Kind of like the same aspect, but it's aliens. And I, I love that. Alien Nation. That's a TV show. TV Did you ever show. see the movie? The movies. Yeah, but it's yes, a, you see the, the movie with too. James Conn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you know, those, are, those are mine. And I had a few honorable mentions. Uh, I'll just name one. Uh, I, I, I can't. They're really weird names, but it's Ridzik and Danko. From Red Heat. Red Heat. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Jim Belushi. Another odd pairing. That is yeah. Odd Jim Belushi yeah. and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. the action guy with the overweight <laughs> yeah. comedian. Uh, I, now you talk about two who could play off each other. To me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He, you know, he's the action. Oh yeah. You know, he has a few of those one-liners that make it funny, but he's not really that funny of a guy no. unless right. you put him in a funny situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Belushi definitely, yeah. And Belushi is the one that carries him through the comedy in that movie. Did you have any honorable mentions? No, that was the only three I had. You only had that for that was did it. anybody else have an honorable mention? I mean, got to of course, you know, honorable mentions, I've got to say, of course, Riggs and Murtaugh, just cuz I do love the Lethal Weapon movies. Yeah. But also, I got to say Taggart and Billy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I would throw yeah, Axel in there, but partners. Taggart and Billy, yeah. yeah. I just love their chemistry. And then when they bring Axel into the fold, yeah. man, you could, I, I just hope and pray. I don't know, Billy. I don't <laughs> think one drink's going to kill us. <laughs> Do you know? Love, oh, no, go ahead. No, just in part two, whenever they go to Billy's house. And then yeah. he's got the snakes and the turtles. That was two. Oh, yeah, two. Because he had all the yeah. weapons, and they were like, oh, man. My God. Yeah. Billy's pretty messed up. Yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. I love the pool scene. Oh, that's so great. How you going to steal a house? It's my uncle's house. It's my uncle's house. I love it when you get mad. Get your mad. Just that. Taggart and Billy are just great. Taggart and Billy. You know, as I was doing research, uh, through movies, do you know that it took them six auditions to pair Taggart and uh, Judge Reinhold and uh, what's his real name? Oh, um, uh, 
I can't think of his real name. No. Taggart. Taggart. Yeah, Taggart. And, yeah, yeah, Taggart. Yeah. Uh, Taggart and Billy. Uh, it took six... Re- like, cause they could not find the uh, two to fit the roles, and it came yeah. down. They kept going back and forth. John Ashton. John Ashton and mm. between those two, and then they finally just started, like, you know what? Just do it. Axel Foley's going to rule the movie anyway. The thing is, also, real quick, and me and you've probably talked about this, I love all the Beverly Hills Cops, but I still think three did not work without Taggart. Like, you had to have... Oh, my God. Like yeah. Three okay. without Taggart. Like yeah, but there r- was a lot that oh, really didn't work with three. Well, I mean, that's whenever Aaron Murphy was going through his... That was whatever. I, 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 I like three. I loved it's three. Okay. I loved three, but it has a lot of nostalgia with me because we, me and Brian were still pretty young when that one yeah. came out. Uh, but and it had Disney World changed into uh, Walt, Wonder, uh, World. Wonder <laughs> World. Uh, and uh, y- you know when they go through the park, you could tell, and uh, George Lucas was in it, so there's like little George Easter Lake eggs in it, George. and. Uh, uh, but yeah, they. It seemed a little like a out of uh, what's what's the word like it, out of sync, like out of sync with what Beverly Hills Cop mm-hmm. really was. No, no, I agree with that. Like yeah. They killed they killed the captain at the beginning. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. what is up with that? Like, yeah. he to me he oh, was I loved him, uh, yeah. like one of the staples of Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. yeah, you can almost you cannot have a beginning of a Beverly Hills Cop no, movie without the captain. No, true. Like chewing his bogomil. Yeah. Chewing his butt. No, uh, Bogermill was uh, yeah, Taggart. Oh, right. yeah. Uh, uh, Axel Foley's Detroit Axel Foley's Cat. boss. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And they kill him off. And So he was in the movie. Yeah. And now you can't bring him back. Y'all now think, they decide yeah. to do a four. Y'all think yeah. uh, Paul Reiser was a little bit over the, over the top in the yes. second one? Yes. 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 But I love Salge. Serge. Everybody loves Serge, man. Serge sounds like a detergent. Selling the gun that had a microwave and all that junk in it. Yeah. What was the... What was the TV show he got popped? Perfect Strangers? Perfect Strangers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was Valky Bartokamus or something like that. Standing Part three. Time I love that song, dude. On the wings of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> getting over here. He's getting into it. <laughs> what was it? Part okay, so we're going to record him. Part three, whenever he was like, Surge, and he goes, Serge. I don't know what's so hot about this. Yeah. Serge. Serge. Like, it sounds like detergent. detergent. Do you want it with a little lemon twist? Lemon <laughs> twist. <laughs> uh, so Honorable mention. Oh, go ahead, James man. Crockett, Ricardo Tubbs, Miami Vice. Miami Vice. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> 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 I'm going to roll this down as, for as that as one. Say, that was no, not. No, say dishonorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> that would be one of my dishonorable mentions. Yes. Now, I will tell you that back in my day that Miami Vice was one of my shows because you know, it was all I had. It was yeah. part of what all I, all I had growing up. But, you know, after I discovered new things later on, they quickly faded from my memory. Did either one of y'all see the new Miami Vice with Colin no, Farrell? No, I didn't. I did not Fox. give it the time of day. It. Was it any good? You know what? I, I don't... I'm going to be honest with you. It was what it was. It was fine. That's a no. Like it was I'm just, just going to say that that's a yeah. no. And then there, I mean, it's just pure action. There's no comedy whatsoever. Uh, Jamie Foxx pretty much is the main guy that you. Colin Farrell's like. not funny. He's no. only a drama. He's only actor, ac- action did drama. Any, did anybody? I don't know. I didn't really care for it at all. But did anybody mention uh, Jack Cates and Reggie Hammond? No. Forty eight hours. No. Oh, Nick Nolte. I mean, I mentioned Kate Nolte. Nolte. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love those movies. Nick Nolte. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so what, who <laughs> Brian said was, that and my brain just, went. Uh, he was. We were just on honorable mentions for a duo movie. What duos. was the the group we were on? This oh, did did Colin Ray, Ricardo Tubbs, Fox? Oh, yeah. Did they play? Two thousand six. They did the newest. You talking yes. about? Uh, yeah. But what I'm. Did they play the the characters from yeah. the show? Yeah, yes. they played. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah, Crockett yeah. Tubbs. Yeah, Crockett yeah, so Tubbs. I, I, yeah, I never saw it, but you know, I know they uh, Colin Farrell had the long hair, kind of like the <laughs> yeah. the '80s version. Yeah. But they didn't yeah. wear the jackets. Nope. I bet you if they wore the jackets, they would have made <laughs> yeah, a lot originals of originals with uh, Don Johnson and Don Philip, Johnson and Philip Thomas. Mm-hmm. Don John. Yeah. Oh my God. So. Uh, uh, Jim, let's start with you, man. Who who is your favorite TV cop or duo? This was kind of hard for me, so I kind of combined it. Uh, well, well, I've got I've got two duos, and my number one is a single cop. Okay. Uh, number three, Patrick Jane and Teresa Lisbon, portrayed by Simon Baker and Robin Robin Tunney from The Mentalist. Uh, Why have I never heard of the show? If you've what is never heard of it, the it's Mentalist. The Mentalist. 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 Um, I'm going to make a non-mental note I love that show um, I think it went through four or five seasons and uh, it was a CBS show and uh, um, Patrick Jane um, he used to be a showman um, I think it was it was kind of like almost like a con man but he had huge powers of, of uh, powers of perception yeah and um, could really get into a person's mind and know their personality and what they're going to do. And, um, and he was able to help. Um, he became a, he was, he was kind of like a, um, uh, what do you call it? It's just an assistant yeah. um, to the law authorities. But these two played off of each other in the yeah. show as the main characters. Oh, okay. And, and, um, and they Mentalist. solved crimes together. And um, it was yep. really, it was really good. I loved it. It was one of my favorite shows. Uh, my second is another duo, uh, Seely Booth and Dr. Temperance Brennan from Bones. Oh, you know, I only saw the first season. And don't they have like 10 or 11 yeah, seasons? Yeah, oh, it went for crazy? a long time. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I, I saw the we first season. We just finished it, it, I think. It was either last year or year before last. I think it was when we finished the, what, the whole thing. What whole do you series. think about that show? I mean, or is I love it just it. cop shows in general that just last a long time? Well, I mean, it depends. I mean, you know, you got – once they get that that niche audience, man, that, that cult following, like mm-hmm. SVU, like all the SVUs, they've oh, been yeah. going forever. I think one of those has been going – for like what 12 this 15 is, seasons or this something is the 17th season I oh, believe yeah, that's so, ridiculous that is crazy to have to be able to carry a tv series that long uh, especially something like that but so what is what do you think it is about bones that carried that show so long it was a female and it was a female she was okay. yeah female male, male but and it was the it was the chemistry between them because they did not start off the show with chemistry it was always that um, they were always seeing other people and dating other people, and uh, I think she was actually married once before. He was actually married once. That's before. That's what I remember. But it was, I only saw one season. But, but it I was, thought she was with like with another guy or something. But yeah, they were both with other people. It was. I think it took two seasons, maybe three, before they actually got together. Mm, okay. Um, they tempted us with it, and it was that. But that was that always that you knew the chemistry was there between those characters yeah but they never you know, they were always toying around with it but they never actually did it yeah and um they they eventually it came around to being that they were a couple okay. um, 
Um, but this man, some of the cases they solve together are just insane on that yeah. show. It was just crazy. And the fact that, um, you know, they go, they, they backtrack it from the, I mean, just the fact that she can take a skeleton, the yeah. remains like base remains and be able to piece back together what happened. Oh, so just, literally they worked with bones. Yes. With bones. <laughs> yes. Oh, I've, was one of their names bones? No, she was nicknamed bones. They called oh, her bones. That was her that nickname. So much. Yeah, that was her, yeah. That was her nickname. I get it. And that's what they did for, that's what she did for a living. Aha. Aha. And, aha, and he worked for the FBI. Gotcha. My number one favorite cop mm-hmm. from a television show, Deputy Raylan Givens from Justified. Justified. Portrayed by Timoth- Timothy Olymphant. Best cop show ever. I love Seriously. it. Seriously. Oh, my God. I love that show. Justified is really good. Oh. I haven't seen it. That's where he's like a, he wears the cowboy hat. Yes. Kind of has the cowboy look. Yes, that is correct. Interesting. It is All right, a, I'll check it he out. He is fantastic yeah, it's in good. that show. I'll that definitely show. check that one out. Justified. Justified. I've seen the, the trailers for it. Loved it. Uh, I watched it from the. I watched it when it was brand new, from day one to the very end. It's the guy, the main guy, that's kind of pushed me back. But the same thing happened to Ray Donovan. That's the whole reason oh, I yeah. didn't watch that is because the main guy. Now I love that show, so I'll give Justified a I, shot. I loved it, man. All right, how about you, Brian? It could be TV cop or duo or both. Well, they're kind of. A little, a little weird, but I mean, the only one is Kafaris. <laughs> I expect nothing I expect less. Nothing than less. weird from you, my friend. <laughs> but they become a duo throughout the TV series. But my favorite, only just because I love the TV show, was Neil Caffrey and Pete Peter Burke from White Collar. Because White Collar. That's because the name Neil of the Caffrey. Show. Neil Caffrey is an international art thief. Who eventually gets caught by Peter, and then they work out a deal, yeah. and he and he's so good, mm-hmm. they work oh, out a deal okay. to catch other international multi-million dollar art yeah. thieves. But all while doing this, he keeps behind Peter's back, keeps helping himself and yeah. working around other deals. Oh, yeah. okay. That helps him and catches the bad guy at the same time. I remember nice. when you were up there. It is this. really good. Never like, watched that. What, what, let, let me ask you this, Brian, because it is so hard for, for us to get you to watch a new show <laughs> that we have established in the first episode. Absolutely. What is it? What was it about White Collar that got you? Because once you started that show, you no, no, did no. not stop that show. Because it was on TV. Just be, simply, literally, I had cable. I was home one day, and it it just it was wow. on. I and was you like, didn't want to oh. turn the channel, and I didn't want to turn channel. <laughs> I kept watching. It was on. It was on. It was like a season one, yeah. And it was like in syndication, and I saw two episodes, and yeah. I was like, huh, I want to <laughs> keep right. watching this. And then did really you have good. to? Did you did you catch it at the beginning, or did you have to go back and find the first? No, that was the first season in syndication. So yeah. that's what that's what I saw. But I, that's when yeah, like so but did yes, you start on like I, later I, episode. I think and then I ca- I think I caught like episode seven or eight. Oh, okay, yeah. And then yeah, I had to go back and watch the rest of them. But I was luckily they were on on demand. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then I saw it, and then I just I couldn't stop. It was. Gotcha. It's just it's very intriguing the twists and turns while helping. You know who? After a while, he considers Pete. You know Neil considers Peter his really good friend, and he's helped him. He still has that international thief mentality, mm-hmm. and he keeps 
going back and forth and can't figure it out. And even though he's kind of getting clean, his past is kind of catching up with him. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And it just, it keeps you on your feet. It's kind of like that Catwoman mentality. She yes. wants to do this, good for Batman, but she always does, breaks the law for is, herself. Is this series done? Is it over? I'm, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's done. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it ended in 2014. Yeah. Okay. It ended in 2014. Okay. Is that your only one, or did you have? That's any it. Like, that's as far that's as just, I do remember when yeah, you that, started that show. As far as TV is concerned, that was really my only setup okay. for that. Yeah. How about you, Ron? Did you have TV cop or duo or both? Benson Stabler from SVU. SVU. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but you know what? Like once Stabler left, I was done. Like they just fed off. Yeah. I have not been able to get into any of the SVUs, man. I have tried I, like two or three of each of the varieties. You know, you I just what, can't get into them. What got uh-huh. me into SVU is whenever I was living at uh, Country Squire, or yeah. kind of whatever you want to call it now. But it's they would always going to be Country Squire. Oh, yeah. They would have those 24-hour marathons on a Sunday, and that's all I would do is just okay. hooked. i got to go SVU. And then i got to go with today's cops. I've got to go uh, the Reagans from Blue Bloods. Okay. Oh, there you go. Nice. I, I This is a show that's hard for me to I'm not start, a big Tom Selleck fan. I mean, he's so good in it. I mean, is he I get, really? Yeah, no, he really is. Like, he's that sympathetic, almost like you want him as a police commissioner. In fact, you look at his character. I like, mean, man, if I could have him you, as a mayor, that's a little premise of like. Yeah, the, the Reagans show tell how you got into it. Yeah, they're a uh, Catholic family. Okay, and the uh, Lord be with you, <laughs> and also and with you. We no, no, no. They changed it. They changed it. Oh yeah, and with your spirit, and with your spirit. It's a legacy of cops. Like the dad, the grandfather was a cop. He was the commissioner of New York. Now Tom Selleck is the commissioner. Okay, Danny, his son, which is played by Donnie Wahlberg, and yes, the Wahlberg. I was about to say, I like the Wahlbergs. Oh, the the sister. She is a lawyer, so they all a district attorney, so they all got some. Their son, one of his sons, was killed in the line of duty. So the whole first season is them just searching to see who killed him. Gotcha. And I mean, it's just their family togetherness and just the show see, in certain, general. See, sir, there's certain so actors good. that I cannot stand that could just ruin stuff for me. And I mean, Tom Selleck's been one of them. Um, I don't know, man. He was very iconic in Friends. He was huge. Oh yeah. See, there again, I'm not a Friends fan. So. When he showed up, How they actually. Dare you say? <laughs> <laughs> you wash your mouth. Yeah, um, he was no, great in France. They actually, well, when he showed up, they actually had to shut down uh, no no live audience when he oh, came wow. in. One of my favorite shows of all time was CSI Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, Grissom. Yeah, Grissom was, oh, and we're going to get to him in a minute. But um, he, uh, we are going to get to him, by the way. <laughs> we are, we I, are, I, get, actually, we are like, going to get to him. How are we going to get to him? Oh, we already got figure past it out. The no, no, we, we got it. We get, we okay, this, it's, right, right. there's, it's in there. It's you. in there, brah. I'm with you, brother. Um, but that was one of my favorite shows. And when he left, they brought in Lawrence Fishburne, who just blew it out of the water. I loved Lawrence Fishburne. He hey, is great. Lawrence Fishburne. And then they brought in, after Lawrence left, they brought in Ted Danson. Do, 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 do. That's yeah. probably one of them. Wow. <laughs> uh, Lawrence Fishburne could do no wrong. Hi, man. I'm I Ted Danson. Want to go search some mysteries? Want a beer? Anyway. Want a beer? Yeah, like <laughs> Blue Bloods became just one of my. I love that show. I mean, and that's the thing. That's another thing. Like after the first season, it's just 
random episode, like a Criminal Minds episode. It's just a random yes. yeah. episode, so you don't have to like just pick up from the first season and go. Man, Criminal Minds. Well, every time, I, yeah, Brian. <laughs> we'll cut, if you want to talk about Criminal Minds, we'll Criminal come back. Uh, you know, every time I've come by that show, they're always sitting at a dinner table. That's like one of the main <laughs> things, though. Like at they the end, really? right? yeah, it's their steeple. Like it's kind of like you know, I mean, no, I mean, of course, do I people don't. do that anymore? What's a dinner table? <laughs> hey, but hey, but just think know. about it though. Like maybe it's just simpler for them to do that. Like I mean, I remember whenever I was growing up, like you'd sit at the dinner table. Talk about your day, maybe yell at each other. But yeah. <laughs> I would love to bring back that tradition. Yeah. Well, you know, during like it. a once a yeah. month family dinner yeah. all and that's around what they, the they do it every Yeah, like it's an, a weekly thing for them. I'd love them. to do that. It's just a really good show. Well, during, during the school year, me and Steele sit at a dinner table every night. During the summer, summer's chaos, madness. We don't even go <laughs> yeah. by a schedule or nothing. But during the school year, we eat the dinner table. Yeah, those are my two, right? The Reagans and uh, Benson and Stable. So blue, okay. Yeah, Blue Bloods. Is, is this still on? Yeah, yeah, it's about to. That's going to be renewed. another show that goes yeah, on 16 seasons. I think it's, it's got like a huge cult following. Or until Tom Selleck dies. <laughs> yeah. Ninth yeah. season yeah. is what it's about to come to. I hope only 10. Like, I'm with Matt on that. Magic 10. 10, shows. 10. Magic 10. <laughs> 10. Ten. She's a ten. She's a ten. So I'm gonna go oddball. Uh-oh. On favorite cops. Okay. All right. Uh, cause I'm like, okay, so me, me and cops, you know, we 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 have a weird relationship in real life. So it's hard for me. Yeah, Matt's, to, Matt's down and out. Yeah, da- you know, I'm hard. <laughs> I got like twenty-seven. You mean, uh, you mean as in you don't do anything, and the cops have no idea who you are. Well, that <laughs> that may have uh, cost me a lot of money in uh, car tickets. Oh well, yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, no, I've never been to prison or anything. <laughs> Let's get that out of there. <laughs> you know, never been to jail, prison, nothing like that. I, I have soft skin. Soap. I would not be. Uh, I love how he just phrased that. I've never been to prison. Never been to prison. Right. I, I would never go. I would. I would not survive. Never drive. I would go for the border. <laughs> as soon as I hear they're coming for you. Like, well, see you later. Yeah. Uh, so the my number one cop of any show is Wayne Unser for Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Yes, man. Because let me tell you. Who are you? Be, listen, man. <laughs> like, how do you not? How do you not? How do you not see the uh, salvation in that character? That character is pure salvation. If you look at it, because from beginning, he is a crook, straight up crook in a, with a badge. And he's doing it just like that stupid show y'all watch, the, uh, the, where he makes, uh, stupid shoe you would. The drugs. You don't even know what he, you're talking yeah, about. I don't breaking, know, breaking Bad. bad. Breaking yeah, Breaking bad. bad. He starts off, yeah, you know, it's kind of the same thing. He's got cancer and all this. He's trying to provide for his family and his wife and everything. So he's doing the crook thing because it's the easy way out. And then everything goes downhill. Everything goes downhill until he reaches a certain point where he reaches that salvation point, and then he does. He wants to do nothing but good. And yeah, for the guy from character. Breaking Bad never got to the salvation point. No. He See, just, that's he what just, I'm saying. He just kept his downward spiral going. That's <laughs> kept what it I'm on all the way, all the way to the end. <laughs> Unser was trying to, uh, you know atone for his sins and everything trying to save he would always fail but you know it was a very real character uh you know look at these guys just on their phones <laughs> what like it, a poor <laughs> <laughs> 
But he's a. Uh, he, what you're saying is just so interesting. It is. It's <laughs> moving me. I'm riveting. Well, today is the last day of our podcast. It was really nice to uh, talk to all of you. Uh, but his character is one of my favorites, and you know, technically, he's a cop, and he's a cop all the way until the end. Uh, they even when he officially retires, they give him these. Uh, titles to work with cops you know just to get to SOA so uh, uh, the second one of mine is Carl Winslow from Family Matters (laughs) 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 because that guy that guy is me I would be the overweight cop that just did the easy beats and uh, nothing bad really happens every That's, day. <laughs> except for the one. I always liked that episode, too, when uh, I can't remember Urkel saw something and <laughs> they used him in witness protection. And he uh, apparently, he, because of a phrase him and his favorite cop always say. He was say, in witness protection? Yes, because he, he witnessed a crime. It. And they put him in a hotel, and ended up and ended up going back, and it wound yeah. up being that guy coming in, and it was the cheesiest reason how he knew it was the bad guy, because he goes something, he says something like, uh, "Well, I usually say I'll catch you later, but he oh. said I'll catch you again." And then Winslow straight and up he, took and him he down. Just, he bust in yeah. and took him down on the bed. I yeah. remember that, and that was like his it was, awesome moment yeah, it was his as awesome, a cop. Serious moment in a comedy show, and he probably oh. left the set like, yeah. <laughs> 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 "Oh my god, I haven't done that can much work in a while." Well, can a corn and I'll be okay. Then he also got his uh, Die Hard, you know, yes, moment in Die Hard. Die Hard, that's right. But all he says. But then all he says is, hey, I was a diehard. Hey, I was a diehard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually Carl Winslow. Die I'm Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow. Yeah. <laughs> it was the same character, different name, yeah, I know, same right? character. All the, you know, it's funny. People always uh, was piecing things together. They literally just say he happened to be coming home after yelling at Urkel for something and wound up there. <laughs> uh, I got a couple more. Adrian Monk from Monk. <laughs> What's your problem over here? What's wrong with Monk? Watch him say nothing. He's got nothing. nothing. You ain't got nothing. I just wanted nothing to nothing snore. Me, nothing. <laughs> What's wrong with Monk? Nothing. Oh, see? <laughs> nothing. Mm-hmm. Monk is amazing. You just wanted to be a jerk and snore. Or is that just you breathing? That's how you breathe over here. I think it's how we all breathe. <laughs> I love Monk, man, because uh, he, he's got the uh, OCD uh, with the germs and everything. So, you know, the way he has to use his genius Sherlock mind to solve crimes and then not, not touch anything, anything or be around anything that affects his OCD is hilarious. But then the way he solves crimes is very genius. Yeah. Uh, one more. Okay. Frank Poncherello from Chips. Oh, good God. The oh old God. Chips. Oh, Only because, for one reason Where, only. Where's the, the boo track? Where is the boo track? The I sh- need the boo track. The shows <laughs> sucked. These shows sucked. So question number four. Pon- Frank Poncherello. Frank Poncherello in the hair flip is the most iconic cop thing on TV at that time. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Um... <laughs> Lord of mercy. Uh. <laughs> so, Ryan, let's go to you, you jerk. 
<laughs> Are there any interesting facts about movies that you have found? Uh, hey, let, let's pause for a second. I know you're just such a wonderful host and do such an incredible <laughs> yeah, you've job. Been great tonight. Um, <laughs> I have a I hate everybody. <laughs> we went down to like one listener. Now. I have a. Uh, I, know, I know, right? Your your tires won't be slashed. Like, no, no, you. Well, you know. I'll just run over you. Um, <laughs> I have an idea because I have a bunch. I'm sure you have a bunch of these too. Let's go around and do one at a time. Mm-hmm. So that way, if we have any crossover, that we can eliminate some of that crossover. Yeah. Okay. We'll so, start with Ryan. I only got two, actually. Oh, wow. I got, cares. I got a ton. So I just mentioned about Patrick Swayze, you know, getting the role of Cash and then okay. turning it down. Did you know that Kurt Russell was offered the role of Martin Riggs? Oh yeah, I, no, I, I didn't know read that. that somewhere. Yeah, Kurt Russell, yeah, he was offered the role of that, and I am so glad. Nothing against Kurt Russell, but I don't think anybody else could have done it. But Mel Gibson. Well, you right. know, uh, adding on to that one, uh, John, uh, oh, if I can get the names right, uh, Mel Gibson and Bruce Willis, yes, were both considered yep. for the you know the oh, roles of each other. Yeah. And they both turned those down to later come into the movies <laughs> yeah. of these movies. It's really weird. How many? Uh, how, how many of these do out. you have, Brian? Oh, these inter- the interesting. Yeah. Fa- oh, two. Okay, so we're not going to do my idea. My idea was stupid. So just go ahead and do your other. <laughs> those are the two that I got right there. I mean, that's oh, the whenever okay. I was going through them, that's what I had. All right, go, Brian. No, one. I one interesting thing which was um, Dustin Hoffman. Was actually the original one up for uh, Deckard, really? And Blade Runner, yes. Oh wow! And during Dustin Hoffman, Hoffman. yeah, that would have not worked at no, all. That would not have. at all. Even, even a young Dustin Hoffman, yeah, Hoffman not at all. Would have been weird. And in that same film, during several, um, I can't remember how many they did, they test audiences, test screenings. It failed when was hated across the board. Can't imagine every why. time yeah, no, until I know, right? original release. <laughs> Is that why it made so much money and uh, had a sequel? Exactly. <laughs> Those okay. are my two. All right, I got a bunch, dude. I got a ton. Bring it. How about me and you? Okay, we'll turns. we'll go back and forth. All right, <laughs> all right. So my first one here is uh, about Lethal Weapon, originally uh, written uh, by Shane Black. The first one. He uh, what it, what I found amazing was that the way he described what he was looking for, he was trying to write an urban western mixed with Frankenstein. Uh, <laughs> I, I, to, li- to listen to him say that was just really weird. But a couple of other interesting facts um, about the first Lethal Weapon: Leonard Nimoy was offered the director's chair. I remember that originally. Yeah. yeah, but if you think about it, he—if you watch some of the movies he's directed, he's really good. Past, he's, he's really, really good. good. I just thought that was really interesting. Um, and then another interesting Lethal Weapon: uh, Carrie Fisher helped uh, write the screenplay for Lethal Weapon Three. That's right. Oh, I totally right. forgot about that. Okay, I didn't know your she turn. was into screenwriting. Yeah, she did a lot of that. Actually, her job for a long time in Hollywood was she called herself the screen doctor, where she would actually get screenplays mm-hmm. and help beef up the dialogue a lot and help and, and scrub the dialogue. That was one of her real gifts in Hollywood. That answers a lot of questions yeah, about in between Star Wars and Carrie and Carrie Fisher's career. Uh, the first one I had was uh, from Die Hard. Uh, what are y'all texting now? Over here, just on their phones, rude guys. God. Uh, the, oh. Naka, the Nakatomi Tower in mm, Die yes. Hard. That was uh, 20th Century's 
uh, Fox's building. Yes. Yeah. And they were making it at the same time. Okay. But the interesting part is, is they were paying rent to themselves because you know through producers <laughs> you go through production yeah, companies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were using that money to pay rent to themselves, and they used that money to finish building the building. Oh wow! <laughs> that that I mean, crazy. when I read that, I was like. Oh, wow, crazy. that is genius. And or money laundry. So now, <laughs> yeah, but you think about it, you know, it's got to make money. You got to finish your building. You kind of saved money. Yeah. True. And finished your building at the same time that made you more money in the yeah. future. So and you just threw all that money into the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, a next one that I have was uh, about Beverly Hills Cop. Martin Scorsese was the first director choice. And... Um, the Beverly Hills cop, the Beverly Hills Police Department scene, the set, was based on the NORAD set from War Games. Whoa. Okay. It was like a base. The guy when he designed it, he designed it as a ba- like a scaled down version of the of NORAD from That's War Games to make it look like really like high a command scale. center. Like it, he wanted to make it look like a really upscale, fancy command center. Man, I can see that now. When they, especially in the part when they're. Uh, they go to Maitland's house or whatever, yeah. and you see everything going on in there. Yeah. I can see that now. That's cool. Uh, the sec the second one I had was Channing Tatum passed on uh, Twenty One Jump Street four times, and Jonah oh Hill my God. convinced him to do the movie. <laughs> wow! And now it is wow. what it is. Very, uh, like that's amazing. Some of the highest grossing <laughs> yeah. cop movies of this century. Mm. And I was like, wow. It's like, you know, after the third time, I'd given him the middle finger and be I like, know. you know what? We'll find somebody we'll find better. Somebody else. But Jonah Hill convinced him to do it. So, wow. um, the next one I've got was uh, about the fugitive. Um, uh, Dr. Richard Kimball was originally supposed to be portrayed by Alec Baldwin, and the producers really wanted someone with more star power, and they chose Harrison Ford. Um, and then it was Harrison Ford's acting in, in that movie, in The Fugitive, that made producers replace him in the Jack Ryan series because Alec Baldwin started it with The Hunt for Red October, and then they replaced him with Harrison Ford because they loved Harrison Ford so much more than they loved oh, Alec yeah. Baldwin. Not um, that hard to do. What's really cool, too, <laughs> what's really cool about uh, The Fugitive um, the uh, train scene um, where the train and the bus collide yeah. mm-hmm. is real. They did not use miniatures. They It was a one-shot deal, and they used 27 cameras to film it. And um, they uh, to this day, the um, uh, that train is a uh, landmark, and it's a tourist attraction. Oh. In that same town. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's, pretty, it's pretty cool. It's in, uh, uh, what is it, Dillsboro, North Carolina. Uh, that's definitely going on places yeah. I want to visit. So, uh, the next one I had was uh, the Junior Justice part in the Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, that was all uh, Gleason's idea. Okay, when they wrote uh, uh, the his character, the Buford T. Justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he uh, used a description of. Uh, of uh, Burt Reynolds' father, because mm-hmm. uh, Burt Reynolds' father uh, worked with a cop or something, and uh, he 
like used all that and he came up with the Buford T justice. Okay. But Gleason said his, his comedy's best when he works off somebody. Yeah. So he told them to get somebody to sit in the car with him so he can, uh, okay. play off their reactions and their sayings <laughs> and make his comedy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. uh, more interesting. Like he, that's one thing. If you look at, uh, I, when I read that, I looked up a lot of Jackie Gleason's, uh, interviews and he said his comedy was only good when he was with somebody else mm-hmm. like because he said he had to you know when they saw their reaction he had to work off their reaction which i think is genius because a lot of people can't do that uh when That's you see cool. like the honeymooners and stuff like that yeah. and how yeah. he had to play <laughs> off everybody's reactions and then another part of uh, smoking the bandit it was the second highest grossing movie in 1977 which is incredible do you know what the number one was no anybody well Star Wars. I figured. So that movie, yeah. Star Wars, was number one. And then Smoking and then the Bandit, Smoking number the Bandit two. came in at number two. <laughs> that tells you a lot about the time period. Man. <laughs> so man, there was a limited amount of choices in 1977 wow. so, to see. So Movie Files, help me, I'm missing the word. When, when, they're, when they do movies and they have these tiny, tiny parts where people don't actually get credit for that part, like in the credits in yeah. the movie mm-hmm. and everything cameo? what do they call that what do they it's not cameo it's uncredited part uncredited part mm-hmm. thank you very much okay so in the opening montage of hot fuzz there is uh there is a deranged santa claus that's stabbing Nick- nicholas angel it, it it's an uncredited actor it's actually peter jackson <laughs> the director awesome. from the Lord of the Rings. Wow. Okay. And he did not get credit for that at all. Wow. <laughs> what year did the Hot Fuzz come out? Uh, it was after Lord of the Rings. Yeah, two thousand seven. Yeah. So it was a few years. Well, not way after. It was a couple years after that. But that's interesting. <laughs> Peter Jackson was that's in that. Funny. Yeah. I, that was the last of my list. Did you have any more? Oh, I've got tons. Yeah, I've still got more. Uh, that was um, all. I had one other one. Well, uh, actually, I had a, I got three Scott, more. But we talked about it earlier. I've got three more. Um, so Silence of the Lambs uh, was the third film ever to win the big five Oscars. Best picture, actor, actress, director, and screenplay. That uh, is crazy considering how bloody it gets. Yeah. Um, and then I had this one. This one was really crazy to me. Uh, Frank Sinatra, Richard Dean, better known as MacGyver, and Don Johnson were all considered to be John McClane. John McClane. Oh, sweet God. I know, I'm right? I'm so glad. It I know, right? Road. Um, and the, uh, do y'all remember the henchman Carl from the first uh, Die Hard? Yes, Die Hard? I do, yeah. Yeah, he's a real-life ballet dancer. You know what? Yes, he is. And he plays a ballet very, dancer Very, very famous, else, very famous ballet dancer. Oh, um, wow. So this was, and the, here's the here's the two that really, really blew me away. Uh, Police Academy. Number one, Bruce Willis was originally considered for Mahoney. He auditioned <laughs> okay, see, for Mahoney. Okay, he wouldn't have done as good no. as Gutenberg. No. But he's I a much better actor than Gutenberg, but mm-hmm. Gutenberg was born for that born role. For that was that the role. one role. I think that was his one and done for life. Yeah, that was you it. Know? But, you know, Bruce Willis, besides the John McClane role, does have a lot of comedy in him. Like when you see whole uh, whole nine yards and yeah. stuff like that, he's mm-hmm. hilarious. He's, he can do comedy so well. Mm-hmm. He's really good. All right, so my last one. This one was the, cra- the craziest one for me. So uh, the idea for Police Academy was created on the set of The Right Stuff. In 1983, no yes, in 1983, the producers were filming the right stuff. 
they called the police department because they were going to film a street scene and they needed uh, they needed assistance crowd control for the scene they sent over cadets from the academy to do this for them because they had nobody else and the producers were watching their behavior the whole time and ha- and brainstormed the idea for police academy while on That's set that filming is, the right wow. stuff that is amazing you always have that one <laughs> nugget of you know info yeah. that just blows my mind every single show that is That's am- what amazing <laughs> Man, now every time I watch uh, Police Academy, uh, except the last one, the last one's like the Batman and Robin, the <laughs> one where they go to Moscow or whatever. Yeah, that yeah. is complete crap. Uh, let's go. Uh, let, before we go on to villains, who who do you think is the most relatable TV or movie cop that you uh, could relate to? Okay, here here we are. Gil Grissom. Um, oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> and the reason being is I'm, not, I'm obviously not a doctor, um, but his fascination of human behavior his desire for knowledge and love of statistics mm-hmm. um and those are just things i really relate to um and i loved he's one of my favorite characters tv characters of all time um and i just i mean i loved i, I so hated it when he left csi i so hated it but I think a lot of people did oh man it was horrible i mean don't me wrong i mean lawrence fishburne did it justice but he still wasn't gil grissom i'm yeah. sorry but he was my most relatable you know the uh, a fairy tale about that show that I believed. I, uh, there was somebody that convinced me that Gil Grissom or that actor mm-hmm. had fake legs. Oh Lord! Okay. And when if you watch him walk, he has the weirdest walk I have ever seen. Huh. Uh, he just I don't think walks, I've ever noticed it. He walks like he's stiff legged, and I was convinced for years that he had fake legs. Huh. Because I, I didn't really know who this guy was before yeah. that show. Uh, I don't think I, anybody did, really. Like, I mean, well, he's, he was a um, Broadway actor, I think. He maybe? was Well, he was in Young Guns. Uh, he was Pat Garrett. You know, yeah, he was the dad in yeah. Fear with Mark Wahlberg right. and Reese Witherspoon. Right. He's, but got, he's, he's had, had a lot young, of parts, mm-hmm. but nothing really stand out. Like yeah. Huge standout yeah. things. And Yeah, so when I saw him, I was totally convinced he had like wooden legs or something <laughs> in the show. How about you, Brian? Mm. Who is the most relatable cop to you <laughs> that you could see being? Oh, Schmidt or Jinko. <laughs> Schmidt or Jinko? Yeah, either one. I totally Are you the... cool enough to be Jinko? Absolutely. Mm, I don't know, bro. I don't know if you There's have a lot of judgment swagger. coming your way right now. From the shortest one of the family. <laughs> hey, that would clean Jinko. Hashtag but, Hobbit life. Hashtag Hobbits. Uh, well, these guys are like a two inches taller than me. And don't you ever forget it. No, it doesn't matter. I'd either one of uh, well, you know, or Sh- uh, you know, Schmidt. I could be Schmidt because it's probably more believable anyway. Did I get that right? Jinko's Channing Tatum, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I totally guess because I either, can't remember. But either or, because I totally, it's just you're just that hilarious beat cop that mistakenly discovers all evidence and. Figures out everything on pure luck. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they go to college, man. That's my oh, that favorite. That's the greatest yeah. thing ever. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> Poetry. Yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Waving my hands a lot. Well, that entire scene was improvised Impro- by him, yes, too. Yes, true right? improv and an improv stage. Man, see, that just makes that yes, perfect. <laughs> How about you, Ryan? Roger Murtaugh. <laughs> Roger Murtaugh. The only reason is old. Be- well, old 
everything yeah, everything stuff. by the book. He's always got somebody that talks him into something that he doesn't want to do. Yeah. And just that's Matt for you, right? Well, it's pretty much. It's yeah. him and like yeah, if you I get one. him into the trouble. <laughs> like he just wants to go home, be with his family, and just hang out. Maybe sometimes he don't want to be with his family. I don't know. <laughs> but Murtaugh, just the way he acts and the way he's just like, Oh gosh, I don't want to do it, but I'm going to. Yeah, Murtaugh for sure. Murtaugh. Yeah, I can see that. Uh I would say mine is Axel Foley. <laughs> Only because I would use my my smart aleck wit and big mouth to get myself out of and into situations at all times. But, however, it's probably going to have the reverse effect. Yes. <laughs> it, you know, and I even have that written down. But I, was, I also said I would also undoubtedly get shot by the end of the movie. <laughs> You'd be the how it should have ended. But, <laughs> but I survived. The real ending yeah. of Axel Foley. Well, see, but I survived problem, this officer. one. And in a fantasy world, I would have John McClane's healing powers. There you go. Two aspirin, get right back. (laughs) So top villains. Oh, this is my favorite. All right, so we're going to start with you, Ron. Who are your top three cop movie villains and why? You got to say why, though. Mr. Joshua and Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Ruthless soldier. Special forces. Explosions. He's immune to pain. Like whenever the guy puts the cigarette that lighter, that is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's just like—I mean, he's pretty much other than more deranged, just like Mel Gibson was in *Lethal Weapon*. Like okay. those two were perfect. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm gonna go. Little sidetracked here. Howard Payne from Speed. Dennis Hopper. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Dennis Hopper is what made that movie. I don't I care. Totally anybody said. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. Former disgruntled cop. Placed the bomb on a tra- like a used bus. His, used his retirement oh, yeah, gift the as the trigger. Oh, that was so great. But I mean, and what what else is scarier than knowing that you're on a bus and if it goes above fifty or you know, 55. oh yeah, below fifty, you're gonna blow up. Yeah, that's scary. That's a lot of detail. You know, a lot of you know how he figured out oh, the man. things on the way and uh, you know and what the cops would have figured out and that's what he already had all that figured out. Yeah, yeah. It's like you said though, like. The action was good, but Dennis Hopper, if it wasn't for him, that movie wouldn't be what it was. Yes, I agree All with right. that. So I got to go, and Jim, we talked about this just a minute. John Doe from Seven, Kevin okay. Spacey's character. Gotcha. Mm, yeah. The great, that's my mm, number one. Okay. I mean, just a smart, creepy. He was inspired by the Seven Deadly Sins. Like, that's it. That's mm. alone scary enough. What okay. he, like, uh, never see him until the very end. Like, the plan is done. Like, he makes a guy, like an obese guy. Well, you never see his yes. face. Right, you never see his face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, criminal gets strapped to the bed. We all know how that happens. Sloth. And honestly, I mean, he won. He's the criminal that won. Right. Mm-hmm. He and had envy for Brad Pitt's yeah. life. Yep. He wanted his marriage, his character, and the last sin with his wrath when Brad Pitt shot him. Yeah. I mean, played him like a puppet, and honestly, he harmed Morgan Freeman's character by pushing Mills to the brink of killing him. Yeah. I mean... Just, I think he's the number one for me. Like, just, I yes. mean, and Kevin Diabolical. Spacey. Okay, oh was yeah, born Kevin to play Spacey that role. was. Kevin perfect. Spacey was born to play. Oh, man. so much stuff. I'm, yes. I, I mean, the guy's done a lot of bad stuff, but I really hate allegedly. That. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, he's I'm done a lot of bad allegedly. stuff. I'm not saying he, it did. Or did I think not a lot happen. of people are. I mean, I'm not saying they did or did not yeah. do it because yeah. I don't. I, don't I haven't know. seen the evidence. Right. I don't know the evidence. He probably did. He probably didn't. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Uh, but, but the thing is, though, is I hate seeing all these people 
lose their careers without a trial or any kind of presentation of evidence or any kind of just you know process. Yeah, I mean, because Kevin Spacey is just his character when he walks in the police station, he had the blood, Mm -hmm. and he just goes detective, and they turn around, you're just like, oh my god, what just happened? Yeah, (laughs) his, I mean, dude, House of Cards, man. Oh yeah, his character in House of Cards. So yeah, he he's my number one. He Kevin Spacey's amazing from beginning to from the beginning and the end of that movie. He had every aspect in detail, even how yes. they were going to search the yep. rooms yep. and what they will find. He had it all figured out. Yep. Like that in whoever wrote that. I don't know who wrote that script, uh, but they on. did so much detail with that movie that yeah. his character just, you he know, just blossomed yeah, I mean, in that film. It just, it was amazing. Like, I did not expect... Kevin Spacey would be the bad guy because I was like, oh, it's going to be somebody like a cop. You know, a big yeah. surprise ending. Whenever it was just nobody, you're like, oh my right. gosh, this guy is nuts. <laughs> right. Uh, I love those char- kind of characters, though, that yeah. just throw you through through a loop. You don't think of, you know, because when you, you're you thinking about him, you don't think he is capable of those things. But, man, he had it all figured out to where he yeah. was the most diabolical person in, like, any movie. Andrew Kevin Walker wrote it. He wrote that and Sleepy Hollow, Panic Room, and 8 Love Millimeter. Sleepy Hollow. I Interesting. Love Sleepy so Hollow. he's had a good career. Yeah. How about you, Jim? Well, What's some of your favorite villains? I don't know if y'all are going to you know, disqualify me for my number one, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, so. Confident over here. <laughs> Uh, so I got uh, Hannibal Lecter, mm-hmm. Anthony nice. Hopkins. Uh, I've, what I found so interesting was that he didn't start out as the villain. He, mm-hmm. he was there just right. for assistance, and then became the villain yes. to carry through. You know, and so um, my next one is uh, Julio Gonzalez from Running Scared. Scared. Jimmy yeah, Smith. Man. <laughs> Jimmy Smith, man. Jimmy Smith, man. He's, I love Jimmy Smith. He, dude. Man, dude, he he could do he could get really bad rap with some really bad scripts, mm-hmm. but I thought Jimmy Smith was really I good. I like yeah. Jimmy Smith. Um so uh let's see. So my next one is uh Simon Peter Gruber. Mm-hmm. Uh, the brother of Hans Gruber. Darn it. Uh, <laughs> and then my number one. The Village of Sanford, Hot Fuzz. Ah, that was my honorable mention, uh, my friend. And like, I was going to say, if, if they didn't say The Village, I was going to get upset because yeah, it was The, the village. village. It was the whole it village. The whole village. The whole time. That, I mean, that was... that. I mean, sorry, man. That movie is just fantastic. I love that, that movie, That movie is just great. Oh, you know, The Village. Ah. I got to say real quick, like when Jim... Like Hannibal Lecter almost went on my list. I'll say this. Hannibal Lecter hands down is the creepiest character ever absolutely yeah he anthony hopkins if he that's an iconic role for him like hannibal lecter scared me to death yeah if i had to choose a character that's just the scary it'd be hannibal lecter it's like he at the beginning he was so smart he seemed a little he was very intimidating and then it's like when he stepped outside the the cell it's like his eyes widened and oh, it's like he went to a whole other personality. But, it, but what's other, what was really crazy, though, is that the whole movie, when you first watched it, when yeah. you first watched this movie, you don't really give him any thought. No. You know, he's like, you know, he's just like, he's helping her. He's going to help her solve this thing. And he does help her solve yeah. the problem. And you're just like, oh, my God, this Bill dude is so creepy. Mm-hmm. And he puts the lotion on its skin. and Yeah. yeah. But then all of a sudden, you know, he's caught or dead and... Then he's loose. Hannibal Lecter gets loose, and you're like, it just went up another level, and the movie's yeah. over. 
Yeah, he. Um, whenever Hannibal. Hey, this um, stuff for you guys. We can't have dead air. Whenever uh, <laughs> I can't even. Pet. These guys are texting, and you know while I'm talking, but I should whenever sign. The, but but and whenever the host stops, like, anything? what does he yeah, want? It's not of your yeah, term. We're supposed to follow your lead, sir. It's none of your darn business. <laughs> it's following your lead. If yeah. anybody, if yeah. anybody yeah. holds up notepads, you're all gonna look. Although no they, they're they're texting, and we can't stop what we're doing. So you know, <laughs> texting's different. But it is. It is. It's less noticeable. Yeah, you can't see it. We're moderately. Um, but yeah, Hannibal Lecter. I mean, just him alone. He held up a pit cruise. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole like, hello, Clarice. Yeah. Oh. oh, man. Oh. Crazy. Well, I say uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold mine and let Brian do his. Because I'm running this show, bro. <laughs> I run this thing. Uh, well, mine. Uh, well, first off, we were talking about, we mainly talking about cop. Films. Does mercenaries really count in this whole discussion? If they're a villain, and sure. there's a cop chasing them. Yeah, it well, doesn't matter kind what they of. are. Well, I mean, because okay, Mr. Joshua, one of them. I mean, he was a mercenary. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. just making sure because, okay, well, with that being said, uh, I'll start with three up because number, number three is Simon Peter Gruber. I mean, Mystique constantly keeping you on your toes, yep. all the puzzles and riddles and everything. Yeah. That's just it's so awesome. And he's got the coolest voice. My God, voice that wa- yes. The, I mean, come on. The <laughs> coolest voice. Scar. Um, <laughs> if I could have anybody's voice, it's his. Jeremy Irons' voice. I mean, literally, just that you know that one little puzzle with the water thing. It's yeah. just like, you're, you're in the movie, and you're like, okay, maybe if he puts a little bit yeah, in this oh, one, yeah. then places it over here, we put more gallons in this one, and then this one happens, and that's how it works. I want to watch Die Hard now. <laughs> and it, I watched just, it. That was my movie I watched to prep for this. And, and with him, it just keeps it going like that. And then, obviously, you know, his next one would be the one before him, his brother. You know, witty banter, Hans... You, you um, know what I, I love about him mm. to add to what you're saying is he is the only villain that learned McLean. Yes. Because if you look at the villains in every other movie, they're like, who's McLean? Who's this guy? But this guy studied McLean yep. and kept and kept him busy so they could do their evil work. Absolutely. I mean, it could be that he killed his brother, and that's why he had to study. Yes, but I mean, in the overall... Well, it was, it was even, motive. It, was it in, wasn't even the reason that they were no. doing... They wanted it wasn't to start his 100% country. motive. I mean, there were theft. The theft was the motive, but, you know, like he says in the end, life has its little mm-hmm. benefits or whatever. Yes, it was just something to add on. Mm-hmm. It, he was a cop of the city that had the highest uh, yeah. uh, or the bank that had the most money because they thought it was Fort Knox but it really wasn't. So That's they, for tourists! Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, so they used they use that to uh, what did uh, they, they used that to uh, um, you know, to work McLean and mm-hmm. they kept all this busy work they knew uh, how to him, make him so. keep going around and around, but eventually he caught up. He caught on to him. Yeah. So who else? <laughs> well, I went with, and I said, you know, my, my number two would technically be his brother who started it all, um, Hans, because of his witty, <laughs> his constant witty banter and the fact that he always sounds like Snape yeah. talking to you for no <laughs> I'm Well, Alan Rickman, Rickman, man, he's I got a very <laughs> This is Alan Rickman. Save that turtle joke for the party. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, but yeah, that's that's main. That's my number two. But this is why I asked about the mercenary thing. And I I, I, forgive me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure it was number three. But Mel Gibson in Expendables three. 
Yeah. Yes. As, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He yes. was the villain in that. And an well, you know, amazing. Like, he almost made you lean to him. Yeah. After mm-hmm. everything he kept saying and everything he was been through and the way he would twist their minds, like, what is he telling you this time? The only thing is, is you know, nobody <laughs> in that movie is like they're all like, uh, yeah. Well, I guess no. Expendables. They work for the the mercenaries. They, well, they work for the CIA for technically. Uh, to do the things that they don't want to yeah. be noticed for, I guess. So, yeah. And then all the gangs and colors. Yeah. <laughs> Best villains ever. Best villains ever. <laughs> you know, uh, in colors, you know, when you have the two cops, that's another duo. Hey. Sean Penn and uh, what's his name? Pac Man. Uh, Robert Duvall. Robert, Robert Duvall. Duvall. Uh, worked together so well uh, in that movie, but it was like a father and son thing know, with those really two, was. so it worked. Uh, it worked for them. Sean Pitt, Pac Man. Nobody cares about you, Pac Man. Nobody cares, Pac Man. I had, I have a few. Um, my first one is Thomas Gabriel. It, it's not my. It, this is like number three. This like bottom list. Thomas Gabriel from Live Free, Die Hard. Uh, because he, he's the the hacker that organized hackers to again like keep uh, that it just happened that McLean uh, follow like fall f- fault fault can you fell can you, you're really having a hard time with your words yeah. Uh, no, don't look over here you've been no, doing it all night distracting me, no man. I ain't distracting uh, yeah. Yeah, see, like right now, <laughs> that's your own fault. Whatever. That guy was portrayed uh, by Timothy Olymp- mm-hmm. Timothy Olympeth too. Yeah, so. that's the Another that's the character. My, that's the guy. Yeah, I was the guy plays Justified. That was one movie uh, besides Scream. I was like, I seen him in uh, Live Free, Die Hard. Uh, so I, I didn't really. I saw him in a few other things, but I was wasn't really impressed with his acting. But in this movie, uh, you know, when the genius that he he creates to have the fire sale to take everything uh, away from the country while destroying the country at the same time. I just think it's one of the most diabolical plans ever. Uh, the next is Bodie from Point Break. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Only because he's the most chilled villain <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Like, uh, like you know, they, they, they're doing these things to uh, get back at the establishment and law and everything. And then, you know, he, he'll go surfing and he'll give everything away and then he'll just go surfing <laughs> or he'll live like a like a chilled surfer life and everything. And then he's got all this these wise words to say, uh, you know, to, especially to Keanu Reeves character, you know, they'll give him like words of wisdom and everything. <laughs> uh, my number one villains is the Howard brothers from Hell or High Water because technically they are the stars of this movie, but they are the villains. Yeah. Like they're robbing banks. I mean, you know, they, you think that it's kind of like the Robin hood thing, you know, they're robbing banks because the banks, you know, messed them over and everything. But by the end, the one brother is like picking off cops. So his younger brother could get away (laughs) Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. uh, and everything. So man, they are villains. Yeah. Okay. But uh, you know, because you know, robbing banks and killing people—that's <laughs> bad. Even though we're making them the stars in the movie. Yeah. And who was the his name? The the guy who played um, the dude, or not Jeff the Bridges? Dude. Yeah, Jeff Bridges. 
was the cop chasing him and he just couldn't get near him until the brother was like shooting mm-hmm. people off yeah. Yeah. and they was like oh well we know where he is now so we're gonna go catch him uh i had uh, a couple honorable mentions uh i i, I might be butchering this name <laughs> completely you probably will uh wasing jew from lethal weapon 4 Jet Li's Jet, character. Oh, Jet Li. That was his debut. Big film debut, like, wasn't like, it? That's what made... Well, in America, that's what in made America, big in America. Uh, It was his Hollywood mm-hmm. debut. You know, just to get his brothers out of prison, the things he was going through, and plus, this is when we were introduced mm-hmm. to Jet Li's, like, kung fu and yeah. everything. <laughs> and I, I had uh, the village from uh, Hot Fuzz. <laughs> yep. Man, that threw village me for loops. I knew, like, the people in the precinct were a part of it. I just didn't know how, but then I didn't end up thinking that it yeah. would be the entire village yep. uh, that was in on it. Uh, who is, uh, Ryan, who is your favorite TV cop show villain uh, and why? You know, I'm going to go with Martin Short when he was a special guest. Like, I couldn't think of a good cop villain, but Martin Short in Law mm-hmm. & Order SVU in Season 8 Okay. Because, Martin Short? Seriously? Yeah. Him and Robin Williams both were in that season, and they were both bad guys. Really? Nice. Martin Short. I mean, Robin Williams, we've seen play a bad guy, but Martin Short came in as a psychiatrist. And then come to find out at the this. very end, he's like nuts. Like, yeah. I mean, absolutely nuts. And like spazzes out in the jail cell and just totally different from Martin Short. And that right there, right whenever I saw that was one of the questions today, yeah. he instantly popped in my head. Just Robin because, Williams, man, you just, when you watch him in like one hour photo and insomnia, yeah. Yeah. oh my God. Robin yes. Williams is a very rounded actor, yeah. but Martin Short, I can't That's imagine the thing, like I, you never think of yeah. him being as a bad guy. And no, whenever he never. first came on, I was like, ah, it's just something to get ratings up because I'm sure ratings are bad. Yeah. But whenever he turned out to be the bad guy and just in that prison cell, like the last few words he says... I mean, he was pretty creepy as a bad guy. Yeah. Like, unbelievable. Oh, cool. Man, I, I, I've, I've, I've never seen it. that one episode. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. that one episode I can't alone. imagine Martin Short. Yeah, he was Which show was that again? Law & Order SVU. Law & Order SVU. Can, okay. Yeah, season the, eight. The closest thing I could see Martin Short as a bad guy is Clifford. Y'all remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. Clifford. Where, yeah. he, you know, yeah. he's himself, but he's playing a little kid. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's kind of like a problem child, just causing That's problems right. for the main the dad or whatever. How about you, Jim? Boyd Crowder, Justified. I knew that was good. Oh, okay. So, I mean, was he... Was well, he a continuing villain in this? He, show? Absolutely, he's an arcing villain from this from mm-hmm. the series beginning to the final. Really, to the finale. I love and, those. Man. And I mean, there's a lot of in, individual stories, small stories that go on and surround this. Yeah, but the whole series is based around those two characters. All right. If you liked Sons of Anarchy and the Shield, you'll like Justified. Yes, I'll, I'll have to check it out. It's kind of like it's kind of like um, uh, it's kind of like. Sons of Anarchy in the Redneck mm-hmm. Hills of mm-hmm. West Virginia or something. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Was that your only one? That was it. That was, that was my only one. How about you, Brian? <sighs> my favorite TV villain for cop would be Mark Hamill in yeah. Criminal Minds as the yeah. Replicator. That, I had I had him on mine, nice. too. Man. But, okay, in all fairness, Mark Hamill in is a villain. He is a villain. He is, he's he's your jo- iconic he is Joker. the Joker now. Well, I mean, he's, he's all, always been the always like, he's been. been the Joker since 
Lord, when did the Batman animated series come out? It's been going for a while. And he's played the trickster and everything. Mm -hmm. But if you look at if you look at uh, his IMDb and the characters, he's played more villains than anything. Yes, but you know, I think that was by design by him because he was such that iconic hero that he kind of Mm -hmm. naturally wanted to go the other route with the rest of his work. And he is really good at it. And I agree with Brian. He's amazing. He was. Amazing. So and in that series, one of only two people that lasted pretty much the he was one of he was one of your main that lasted the entire season. Mm-hmm. He was the one they couldn't catch. You know, you got all these ones that would show up, yeah, and you know it would take them an episode or two mm-hmm. to catch yeah. those. But he was the ongoing and one of only two that it took almost a season or more to kill. Yeah. And to yeah. aggro to catch or kill. Yeah, he okay. he was amazing in that show. That was yes. right around the time I kind of got out of Criminal yeah. Minds. Was at the end of that, uh, end of that era. Uh, I had two. I had I technically had three, uh, but he he was one. John Curtis was one of them from Mark Hamill and Criminal Minds. The other one is from Criminal Minds. <laughs> is Billy Flynn played by Tim Curry? Oh yeah, in Criminal Minds, man. Not only does he have the voice to carry that evilness, but this was right around the time Tim Curry looked really rough. He was yeah. like going through some sickness and everything, but he was still acting. Yeah. So he looked the the villain's mm-hmm. like part, in my opinion. But his character in that show, he was another one that they couldn't catch right off the bat and ended up killing one of the uh, main stars on the show. The other one is uh, the uh, Burgess Meredith Penguin from the Batman ah, 60s there show. There you go. Uh, I, because the Penguin is the only one that could get things done on that show <laughs> and uh, like organize everything. Even in the movie, it was all the Penguin uh, organizing everything to uh, work against the... Burgess Meredith? Rock, yeah. Burgess Meredith, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, in y'all's opinion, do you think the villains... Make okay. a hero. I want to take a cop this. movie. Um, the re- I, most for the most part, I don't think they do, unless they are a continuing arcing story. Mm-hmm. Um, because one of the hard things, I only have this one because a lot of you picked single episode villains, and that's kind of the problem I run into trying to figure out a favorite. Because in all these cop shows, most of the villains are nabbed in one episode. So unless it's an arcing storyline, I really, in my own personal opinion, I don't think they do anything to make the hero at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, it's it's those arcing storylines, the people that they just have a hard time and just can't get and drive the hero and mm-hmm. make them better and make them stronger and make them do all the things. And then sometimes make them, you know, break the rules slightly or, you know, somewhat to just do whatever it takes to bring them to justice. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the one episode people, I really don't think have an effect on them at all. I really don't. I don't really think so. I, I agree. Uh, I think you either, you have to have one or the other. If you're going to have that uh, character that just is just too good <clears throat> and uh, the, you know, the villain is never going to be good enough to... Yeah. But in, in, at the same time, if you had that character, that hero, that every show he caught the villain, caught the villain, caught the villain, and then you have like in Criminal Minds, 
Like they, you know, when they came across Mark Hamill, you know, at that at one point they were catching everybody by the end of the show, mm-hmm. and then they'd have Mark Hamill that outvested everybody uh, in that show, and then they just could not catch him. So it was like right. it show it, it it almost showed that they're not perfect and they're not who you think they are, even though they're catching everybody else. This just shows that there is another level of villain out there that they have not come across. And I think the villain can be separated by that. And the villain can be better than the hero, you know, in the show, you know, in criminal minds case heroes, because they all have a specific part to play in catching Mm -hmm. uh, the villain. That's why they have that little team. You know, you have the enforcer, the mind, the hacker, the whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you have like Batman, you know, y- you think Batman's the best, but then you have someone like the Joker who thinks 10 steps ahead of you. But then you, those characters need each other yeah, to yes. be who they are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I don't think you could have one without the other. What do you say, Ryan? It's the same. I mean, like Sons of Anarchy. I like the fact that they had one villain each season and like the cop that nobody liked the... Uh, what was her name? Oh, you remember? Yeah. I can't remember. Like she, <laughs> she lingered. Die a lot. She lingered for like two seasons, so I thought that was pretty impactful. But like, I mean, I was struggling for a while for a character to think of as a villain on TV, and I went with Martin Short. But that's the thing. Like, I couldn't tell you all the bad guys or the villains that played on Law and Order, or Blue Bloods, or Criminal yeah, no, Minds. They come and go. You can't do it. But like Sons of Anarchy yeah. or Justified or, um, I mean, even like movies. I like movies that have continuous villains. I mean, like the Lex Luthers, the Jokers, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, So I think they have an impact on that. But if it's just a one-time thing, then no, I don't think they have a big impact. I was going to say, I think that that right there is where it really truly sums it up. I think it's just situational most of the time. Like, for instance, you can take your your TV show Mm -hmm. and your TV show has a solid group and it's built around that solid group. So you don't really need – and you'll have that – and that antagonist every coming come along every now and then, and then the super antagonist that will help you throughout the season. But they're so strong that the, you know the, the heroes are so strong in their in, and it's all about them to the point of where you like he said you don't really need yeah the villain doesn't really make it in those shows. But then you turn around and like you said, you know Batman, you've got this superhero. But he need, but he's got someone like the Joker that he can, you know, that plays well with. I mean, it wouldn't like would it really would Batman really be around without a villain like Joker? Yeah. And you could <laughs> how so, interesting. Oh, I'm sorry. No, ahead. you're fine. Sometimes I mean, it's also good like to cheer for the bad guy whenever he's the main character, like the Shield. Have we've yeah. all seen the Shield, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I mean, he's the cop. He's dirty. But yeah. you can't also help but cheer him. And, like, for the whole season, you're just like, man, this guy right here, I can't help but like him. I mean, yeah. I like some characters like that also. Weird weird thing. Only one one uh, one movie that really kind of turns it. it. Just This goes back to that the old episode of, me, uh, the, of the, horror, the horror movie, mm-hmm. and I'm a horror buff. The last Leatherface movie ever made, mm-hmm. it, it literally put you in the seat to actually cheer for for Leatherface. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's a, that's, that's a strong me, tag. I know. And <laughs> let me tell you, and I, mean, I don't know if you ever decide to watch the movie, but if you don't, here's why. Because in this movie, they now go back 
the this this girl in in this in the in the latest one goes back and reads all of the newspaper articles and stuff and of course that family before any of it ever happened now of course this is just in the movie before any of it ever happened they were just a family and they just lived there but they were a weird family they you know there was um, you know, uh, I don't know, educational differences, mindset differences. This, they were just a different family. And the police and people and the town folk, I guess you would say, they didn't like that. So that girl goes back and finds a, a newspaper clipping where the cops found the house burning. <laughs> Okay. But the cops <laughs> quotation marks, quotation quotation marks yeah. don't work. <laughs> Air quote. They work. They work with you guys. Um, <laughs> but it out. It ended up being the cops who burned that place down, mm-hmm. and then ended up killing most of his family, which led him to start killing them and the oh, townsfolk. Okay. So then she comes to realize she's related to Leatherface. Oh, so at the very is so at, it Leatherface? I it, thought Leatherface it, was Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, that's it. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I thought you were. They called one of them Leatherface. Leatherface. They oh, called okay. one of the movies. Leatherface. I thought you were talking um, about the. But Texas Chainsaw Massacre is what it. Yeah, okay. but uh, at the so at so they keep building and building and building on that, and yeah. So at that point, you're like, oh, these are all like crooked cops, and then you start to see how crooked these cops are, and that they were trying to hide this all along. And then it, you keep building up and building up. Now you start cheering for him. And then all, at the very end of it, she she just slides a chainsaw straight to him and says, finish the job, brother. And he just hacks every single cop Oh, my up. gosh. And they're that's like, crazy. that's right. You, you know, she, she just, that's one instance when you start cheering for the villain. Well, <laughs> um, all right. In this, in this one thing, I don't think I would have gone that far. I but, know, right? Yeah. <laughs> were well, you in the theater like, God, shot their ass? I think a lot of, I think a lot of us were. <laughs> in this new age of TV, though, I think a lot of this is changing because, um, you know, studios like Netflix, mm-hmm. um, there is a great show on there called Mindhunter, if you've never watched it. and uh, I have it saved. Um, it's, um, so the baseline story is it's the story about the FBI, the original FBI agents that uh, created their, uh, their process for profiling serial killers to learn their behaviors and habits and what they do in order to try to solve crimes and catch serial killers in the future. And the whole show, you know, they're doing all these interviews. They're interviewing serial killers. And uh, all while they're... So that part of the story is based in reality. It's based on the books about that were written by the original FBI agents who came up with the process of profiling serial killers. Um, that's based loosely on the reality of that. Um, now, while this is going on, they're setting up a... Uh, a a new serial fictional serial killer in the background that is going to become the antagonist uh, for them, mm. uh, which I thought was a really it's really 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 well done, and it's just a really new way mm-hmm. of setting up a show. I mean, hmm. you know, it's number one to have that this is a loosely fact based show. And the fact that they're bringing in this in, in a new way, they're bringing in this arcing villain. That's really cool. I would dig that. Uh, how interesting would it be if there was a show created that starred the villain? 
And it was always different heroes trying to take down that villain. Why has no one ever done that? I no, mean, no, I just no. think that would be such an easy thing for Hollywood to adapt. I mean, like, 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 okay, instead of a Batman show, what if there were a Joker show and there were several heroes trying to take down the Joker? And some succeed. You wouldn't some even have don't, to do but something he like always that. Gets away. I mean, you would. You can just do some kind of uh, drug kingpin, or you know, some kind of gang leader, or something that rule. He's got his, you know, his group and everything, and it's always a new. Like every season has a new police chief, and every and, and then there's yeah. new, there's hero cops that come in that come and go in the episodes. Mm-hmm. What if it was like a rich kid or a rich guy, kind of like Bruce Wayne, only different. And he created gadgets and stuff to rob people and, you know, do crimes and everything. (laughs) And then it was like, you know, heroes and stuff always trying to catch him. And then it ends the show where he gets away or, you know, he gets away with it or he just he's almost caught, but he Mm -hmm. gets away. And then it goes to the next show, kind of like, you know, regular shows, only the focus is on the villain. Right. I mean that would be like I a think new that would be interesting. Yeah. It'd be you different. Know? It's different. I would. I'm all about that. anything different for mm-hmm. television these days. Yeah. Uh, was there a villain in a cop movie that you liked more than the hero? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Clyde Shelton, played by Ger- Gerald Butler, law-abiding citizen. Oh yeah, you just showed me this movie too. Oh that was man, amazing! I rooted for him the whole time. Mm. I mean, you, I just—I'm sorry. I don't think you can't help but root for him because justice was not carried out for yeah. him at all. And it, I could totally see something like that happen. And Jamie Fox brilliantly played the arrogant DA that was supposed to be handling the case and everything, and it didn't work out. And you know, uh, you just—I just thought it was a natural. Uh, thing to hate yeah. Jamie Foxx's character yeah. and love and root for Gerald Butler. Yeah, That's and he was kind of like the, you know, even though he was working for the law, he was the jerk. He was a jerk. And like, yeah. until he went home and he was like a big sweetheart I mean, and I, he went to work I and understand, he was a jerk. I, I you understand, know? you know, the law does not work out for everybody all the time and I understand that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, if it were my family, I'm sorry, you know, I, yeah. I'd probably put myself in jail or die trying. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. How about you, Ryan? Detective Alonzo Harris, Training Day, yeah, Denzel training Washington. Day. Nice. Can't help but root against Dan, Denzel Washington. <laughs> I love his character in that show. Crooked cop, yeah, but, I mean, you can just tell that life finally got to him and he was just like, forget it. I'm not going to make nothing being the nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Ryan? If you got my name right, I mean, geez. Right, Brian. <laughs> uh, Captain stand at attention over here. Yeah, he had to. Tired of sitting. Tired of sitting down. Thanks to the new arms brought to you by Jim. <laughs> Nine dollars on Amazon. <clears throat> um, shameless plug. <laughs> shameless plug. No, I don't. Man, I didn't really have. I honestly didn't really have that. That. Um, area where I could actually, you know, vote for, except for Leatherface. <laughs> that, Leatherface. That'd be that one. Which <laughs> is weirdly chop enough. Chop their heads off. Chop their heads. Well, you know, I mean, in a weird way, it's kind of <laughs> no different than Law Abiding Citizen. He just took it a different way. <laughs> Wrong. Family was wrong. Burned to the stake just for being different. And then he took it out on the, everybody else. How is that any different? Because law-abiding citizen, he only killed those that were responsible. So did he. 
He, he killed everybody. The he just said at the no, end. No, no, no. He yes, because the townspeople everybody. were part of it at the time. That's why he was only killing them. Oh, well, I, guess I, <laughs> I, I didn't watch this movie, so I watched <laughs> all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Bodie from Point Blake, Point Break, because uh, you know, just because he was the most chill and cool person, I you know, in a, in those type of movies, even though he was a freaking criminal, uh, you know, he was just so cool and everything he said, you were hanging on every word he said, and then you know, by the end, the way he dies, it's like the even the way he dies is just the coolest thing in the freaking world. <laughs> You know, by because uh, he's an adrenaline junkie, and it doesn't even come down to uh, what what he's doing is how he's dying. It's like you know, from robbing the establishment and breaking, trying to break the establishment because he doesn't believe in all that organized, uh, cor- you know, corruption and corporation and all that. Uh, but then you know, he just wants to die in his adrenaline rush because that's been his life. I just mm-hmm. think that's way cooler than I will die in my life. <laughs> uh, was, you know, should, I'm going to ask this, this question, but you know, just cause I'm curious if you have an answer, I don't have an answer. So I'm going to try to make something up. You know? um, who was the most, it was, was there someone, uh, a villain that was most relatable to you? That same guy. The same one, Clyde Shelton. Because if, if I were put in that same scenario, I would probably do the same probably thing. Do the you know, same I mean, thing. I struggled with that myself. Like, I was sitting there. I mean, even, like, at work today, like, I finished my list on Tuesday, and I struggled at work thinking. I mean, all I could think of is also Denzel Washington's character. You just get – you can be that nice guy for so long, but there's something that can make you snap to where you're just like, you know, I just don't care. Like, I don't care what you feel, how you feel. I'm going to do things my way. This is how it's going to be done. But you can also have that good guy feeling still. Like, you know, you don't want to hurt nobody. Let's yeah. just face that. Let's yeah. not be psychos. But <laughs> you also, there's times where, I mean, I mean, I think, and this is, might be a crazy answer and we might get some, but I think everybody's got a little bit of villain in them because they just get tired of the way society and the world and the workplace and sometimes just how things are and that's just my opinion on that well you have those thoughts definitely yeah i mean oh yeah oh you definitely you got i mean that's the thing like you could i mean it's good to be that good guy that nice guy that wants to do right by your family like jim said like that movie i haven't seen that movie i want to see that movie matt's the one that told me about it also but you've got to put yourself in like a time to kill with samuel jackson I mean, look oh, what he did. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the thing. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Movie. Like, you got to look at yourself going, okay, if someone harms my family or if they harm, you can't be that nice guy forever. I think everybody's got that little bit of villain in them. Yeah. What about the Denzel movie uh, where he's trying to help us? What's the name of that movie where Which he's trying one? to help his kid? Oh, John, takes, Q. John Q. Oh, hands down. Oh, yeah. I mean, where who, he takes what? over that hospital. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. to save his son's I mean, life. Yeah. Just, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I mean, we're all fathers here. And I mean, I would probably do that. I mean, that's the thing yeah. right there. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that we would all do whatever we could. I mean, unless you're just a horrible father. But yeah. you want to make sure your children and your family are safe at all times. And I think all of us here can identify with that. Well, yeah. you know, in, in that movie, uh, I would say everyone in this room, because we have a child, is most relatable to John Q. Only. Yeah. But in that movie, what drove him was, you know, the constant knockdown from mm-hmm. 
insurance not covering job work, job yeah. and then his son gets really sick yep. and they're too poor to be on a waiting list and all this junk and the hospital you know, keeps denying yeah, things. keeps denying and it's like you know when you deny my child life it's like yeah. then you're gonna bring out the you're gonna bring out you well, it's know. like also like you know you talk you brought up that movie that's a good point like even his wife was just like you got to do something you have to do something yeah, for him. Yes. You're going to let him die. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? You just going to sit back and let your child die? I don't know father that would be like. Well, no. I mean, I'm sure there's some, but well, I mean, well, nobody here. Year, he was going to kill himself. Yes, yeah. So his exactly. son could have his heart. Yeah. I mean, that was, his, that was a sacrifice. But I think everybody has that little tiny villain in them where they can just be like, you know what? I'm done. Talk yeah. about yeah. a moment in the movie where I had to get up and walk off yeah. my... Like, oh my God. Like when he was about to pull the trigger and then you see that chopper. Yeah. Because that that was the... And you yeah. worry that he like, did it. Yeah. Did he do it? Yeah. Oh my God, did he do it? <laughs> yeah. And that's probably like the deepest conversation you'll probably get out of me. <laughs> but I mean, that's true though. Like, I mean, yeah, that's just... It's, that's very true because you're going to get that on anybody who has... And if you're ever put yourself in that situation, how are you going to act? I mean, you're going to do everything you can for your family. That that thought could always run in through your mind. It's like, I'm willing to do everything I can mm -hmm. to make sure my son, daughter, whoever is okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, before I thought of John Q, as he was, you know, bringing up, uh, like, time to mm -hmm. kill and everything, I had that most of the villains in the movies I've seen are really cool and smart and I'm neither one of those things so <laughs> I, mean, neither I, can't, I. I can't see myself relating to any no. villain in any movie in truth I can't no <laughs> <laughs> I mean let's just face it in truth like every one of us would be caught within the first 10 minutes of the movie <laughs> I would yeah. I would be the guys in Paul Blart where even a mall yeah, cop I mean, can take me down that's the thing yeah, yeah. But see, I know I'll, I'll address another horror film only because I'm the horror buff over here but just only because I know you probably haven't seen but maybe one of them but you were talking um, a thing broken down and started simply because insurance uh, saw an entire series. Oh, oh an I entire got series got plagued on the fact that a man was denied insurance for cancer. Yeah, and that whole true. series starts. He takes a step back. He reestablish. He reevaluates his life, and of course, it turns out he takes it out on the rest of the world. Um, but all because a man was denied his own insurance. When is that revealed? I don't remember that in one. I've what? only seen the first movie. What? What are you talking? When is what revealed? When is it? When is that? Oh, it was no. It was it was literally in the first one because he was sitting in the office like three that. times. He went to go talk to his okay. insurance agent and they denied him uh, uh, treatment. Okay. And that's when it rolled in because then he found someone else and he started doing his own treatment. Okay. I must have been too busy getting sick. Um. <laughs> I, 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 I can't do those movies. We've already established that, so I didn't even give this one a try. Not even the first one. Yeah. I watched uh, the first one, but that was it. Uh, I can't get it. I can't I can't go that direction. <laughs> Not even uh, for the hype moment where he slid a chainsaw in Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. <laughs> Thanks, tech guy. Boom, boom, Sorry. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't. Mm -hmm. But it's too much blood. I mean, even in some cop movies, there's some cop movies mm -hmm. that have too much it's blood. It's funny. Every time you see, talk about, I just think of Baywatch. You're that the new one. Yeah. When you're, you're uh, what's the, his face? The, the chunky, <laughs> yeah, the chunky nerd key. guy. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. He was like, oh, that's oh, a lot of blood. That's my friend. That's, oh, oh, that's, that's my friend. Yeah. All right. So in, in this last segment, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to give you guys a trivia 
game. It's going to have both questions and sound bites. Uh, and the one, I'm going to keep score over here, and the one with the highest, we'll name our milestone episode, episode 10. And it's got to be a really special one because that, that is a, that, that it's like the number 10. That's it's our the, first milestone. Yeah, first Ten milestone. Episodes. So um, we're, we're going to start. It's, a, it's all cop trivia. So we're going to start with you, Ron. We're going to go around the circle, and the one with the most points oh, okay. gets the name. It. And got it. you'll think about it. Take the week to you know mm-hmm. search over what we got, or if you think of something new, it's all up to you. Uh, and you can use social media to uh, influence your decision if you want. Okay. Uh, but uh, right, oh, we're going to get the trivia started, so we're going to start with you. Uh, I, I, we're going to do... I'm going to try to make it a little hard on you guys, but some of these, uh, you know, I'm really some, easily to stump on trivia, man. I'm telling you, I'm going to try, you, you know, it's not really fair. Cause you're putting us up against the inso- movie encyclopedia. Okay, over there. But you know, <laughs> yeah. listening, listening to what y'all were talking about, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to direct the questions towards, you know, like if, if our streams, that might be a little man. harder, oh, you know, gotcha, gotcha, for gotcha. him okay. or, you know, for sure. you, especially sound bites. Cause some of these are yeah. real easy. <laughs> uh, you know, cause I was very limited because everything I found, I was like, Ooh, words. this is genius. And then it would have a cuss word. I'm yeah. Like, Dang. All right. So, uh, Ryan, first question. What is, what is this quote from? And it's going to start with a lady. I'm going to do my best lady impression and <laughs> go right. down to the cop. All right. Um, what do you need a gun for? You ever hear of Barnum and Bailey? I'm the lion tamer. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I wish I could do the accent no of this guy. <laughs> no I'm clue. the lion tamer. I'm no the clue. lion tamer. I'm done. I don't, I Got don't nothing? I don't. I have no. nothing on that Nothing? One. Wow, no. It's uh, Serpico. Oh, man. Yeah, I just can't do the uh, accent. <laughs> I'm really bad. Al Pacino. <laughs> Serpico. You failed on an Al Pacino question. All right, so <laughs> no points for Ryan. All right. I ain't going to do any better. Brian. So do it. Who plays Roger Murtaugh? Wait, what? Who plays Roger Murtaugh? Who's oh, the actor that plays Roger Danny Murtaugh? Danny Glover. There you go. You got Boom. it. One got point. One. All right, doing good so far. So you right. doubt yourself. All right, and uh, you I'm come out too old top. for this stuff. All right, Jim. Yeah. What year was the movie Dirty Harry made? We should have some music killing everything. Nineteen seventy-four. Oh, you were close, man. 1971. Dang. Very close. I wouldn't even have guessed <laughs> you that. You were like much better. I was like 83. <laughs> I was like I was, 1986. I was in the 80s when I first guessed. <laughs> yeah, I thought 1988. And as I created, I gave myself this test and <laughs> yeah. failed God, a lot yeah. of it. <laughs> Please, God, give me the answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. B- back to you, uh, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. What's the name, well, nickname given to the infamous serial killer in Silence of the Lambs? Think about it. The infamous serial killer? The serial killer in Silence of the Lambs. Do, 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 I can do, see his face. Do, do, it's not Hannibal the Cannibal. I mean, you know, because no, that's... Uh, that's the main one. That's the main guy. That, that was the trick. Yeah. That was the trick. Think about it. 
Think about the scene where he tucks it back, mm-hmm. my friend. <laughs> he puts oh, the lotion on would, the skin. Would you love me? Oh, my God, <laughs> dude. My eyes me. were closed when he said that. <laughs> I was like, oh. It's burned into my brain, I know, so right? I can oh. never let that go. Dude, I can't even think of it. I won't get the points. Yeah, I won't get the points. I know when you say it, I'm going to like I won't get the points, but I know what it is. It's Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill. Yeah. I was going to say, you could say. See, and you were downing yourself, Jim. But I did But it wasn't my question. I know. But I gotta make it hey, hard look, on it. It's Buffalo Bob. <laughs> Buffalo Bob. Buffalo Bob. <laughs> Brian. Yes. Richard Kimball in The Fugitive was an innocent man falsely accused of what? <laughs> Ooh, Mr. Cartel. Oh, in The Fugitive, killing his own wife. There it is. Jeez, Jeez, Brian is on it tonight. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Awesome. Did I? Oh, no. That was the wrong one. I need to I need to answer that one. I'm scratching off the wrong ones. All right. Jim. In Silence of the Lambs, what was inserted into Buffalo Bill's victims? Oh. Oh. I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm confused because there was a couple of things. It was it the, um, was it the, um, you got it moth. Yes. Thing. Yeah. The moth. The moth. Moth. Yeah. 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 He put it. They inserted a moth into it. Yay! I won. (laughs) One. So two, one, and zero. Come on, Ron. You're the. uh, You're like you're the trivia master. Just like life. Zero. What do you got? All right. What was Samuel L. Jackson's diehard character name? Just the first name. Uh, do not. Don't, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Uh, I want to answer this. I could say the entire quote he gives. I would to too, but we can't. Bruce, yeah, we, yeah, we can't. Because it's the greatest. <laughs> it is the greatest line ever. The first name that came to my mind, but it's not. It was his Pulp Fiction name. Yeah. Uh God, dude, I don't know. You don't know? No. All right, here oh, we go. Man. Here we go. All right, go. Zeus. Oh, it is Zeus. You know what? I quit. Like, <laughs> as in Mount Olympus? As in Mount Olympus? As in Mount Olympus? I'll shove a lightning bolt up your butt. Zeus. It's Zeus. That's the edited version. Yeah. He didn't say, he didn't say, hey, Zeus. He said, hey, Zeus. I said, Mount Olympus. Father of Apollo, Mount Olympus. All right. Brian, next. In the first Naked Gun movie. Yeah, I'm not going to get this one. Drebin gets off his airplane and thinks a crowd of people are there for his arrival. Who are they really there for? I know this. I know it. Jeez. I can't. It's been a long time since I've seen that You're movie. You're going to hit isn't, yourself when you But wasn't there. it the Pope? No. No. Oh. Can I answer? Yeah, go ahead and answer. Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al Yankovic. That's right. That's right. See, and Jim's Jim, <laughs> answering them all. Good yeah. job answering the wrong questions. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> this is unfairly balanced unfairly. against all right. me. All right, Jim. Same movie. What was the name of the opera singer Drebin knocked out? And Enrico Palazzo. Boom. Boom! Nice. Enrico Palazzo. Enrico Palazzo. Enrico Palazzo. Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> All right, we're going to move over to sound bites. 
Okay. All right. Maybe this will make it. I'm going to save these last few questions for the end. I prefer Cenobites. (laughs) Cenobites. All right. First one. You got to name the movie. Let's see. I got to pick out a good one. All right. Here we go. Remember Jimmy McElwain on a yard used to say, you want to be making moves on the street, have no attachments, allow nothing to be in your life that you cannot walk out on in 30 seconds flat if you spot the heat around the corner. Heat. That? Yeah. Oh, who, the, who, who am I thinking? <laughs> his favorite movie over yes, here. You gave him I should have saved movie. that for you. That Good job. was my fault. Good that job. was my fault. All right. I appreciate that. <laughs> so you put it back up, in the game. You're back up one. You one, it, two, two. All right, Brian, you ready mm, for this? Sure. All right, here we go. 39, 40. There you go. Way to work that diaper, big guy. Hey, no kiss. Bye-bye for daddy. You kiss me tomorrow, I'll bite your face off. Well, I stood up for you. Nothing. And you lied to me. Don't you have liar. It? It's called a hustle, sweetheart. Oh, oh, okay. I got it. It's um um oh, it's that latest it's that latest cartoon. Mm-hmm. Five. Oh, four, you're gonna give me a time. I, I know what it is, but two, I can't think you're you're timing one. it. I can't do it. You're timing it. See now that there's no time, I could probably figure it out, but you're timing it. Yeah. What? I can't. What is it? I, yeah. I was gonna say wait I I, no after it's, I know it's, it's it's incredible. where all the animals are humans and it's the, that he plays they're the fox. Human-like. They're yeah. human like, and she's What's a rabbit. The name of it? Come on, um, give it to me. Crap. Uh, he's gonna hit himself. The sloths. Yes. That, crap. I mean, once you say it, all it's right. Just, yeah, yeah, we got to go on Keep Zootopia. Going. Zootopia. Oh, Jesus. Zootopia. Oh, it's wow. a cop movie. It, it is. is. It's all about law enforcement. I didn't I mean, even I think about movie, that. But you put that. I'm just like Jim, dude. You put that time That's on it, true. and I go dumb real me. quick. It's kill all me. cop movie, and it's the most PG it, cop okay. movie I could find. Yeah, because literally, go. if we were just if if we were just out there sitting on the couch, hey, remember this? Oh yeah, that's Zootopia. But you're yeah. like ten, nine, eight. I, I, I go. I'm, I'm dumb. I, I don't know what do you're it. talking about. So what I you're saying is, is you shouldn't be on ever in a trivia show. show. Me? No. No. <laughs> the price is wrong. Yes. <laughs> All right, Jim. I would bid a dollar on everything. Yes. Jim, it's yours. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Look who just flew in from the slums of Beverly Hills. It's the Beverly Hope Billies. Come on. Squeeze Oh, no. You dick. <sighs> I'm sorry, but uh, we just saw your new video. Yeah, they had a screening over at Saks Fifth Avenue in the security office. <laughs> a kleptomaniac. <laughs> a kleptomaniac. I don't know. I give up. Shops at Saks. I don't know. You don't got it? I won't get no. the point, but... Go ahead. White chicks. White, white chicks. chicks. Yeah, oh, I never watched it. Never watched it? I never it? watched White Chicks. Oh, man. That's awful. It's hilarious. It I mean, but funny. it's your typical Marlon yeah. Wayne's and Dame, uh, which is why I never other Wayne's it. movie. <laughs> yeah, the other, other. All seven. right, Ron. Next, right. here we go, my friend. Bob, they only live to get radical. They don't have any real understanding of the sea, so they'll never get the spiritual side of it. Point hey, break. You're start Point break. <laughs> All tied up. All tied up. Two, two, two. All right, Brian, you ready? 
Take your time, sweetness. <laughs> Take deep breaths. Yeah. Take your time. There's only 10 deep seconds to breaths. answer. No, you get more than a minute. So. All right. Go ahead. All right. Here we go. We get to make fun of you for a minute. Indeed. If I'm one, I was not. Broomface, you tossed a firebomb in my car one night. Give me a lot of trouble, but I forgive you. Mocha, you put three slugs into me, but I lived. I forgive you, too. I owe everybody at this table a little something, but I forgive all of you. Why? Because I put the past in the past. Uh, I, um, he's the Alpacino. Think, think colorful. Think lot of characters that are surrounding Al Pacino in this movie. You got it. Come on, you've definitely seen this movie. Um, mm, I'll give you a hint. Madonna's in it. That doesn't help. Wow. All right. I, I don't it? have it. Yeah. All right. What is it, Ryan? Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. Nice. I I don't wait. There. Wow. <laughs> Breathless. Who did he play? Big boy Caprice. He's big boy Caprice. He's the main guy. It's He's been the main. forever since I've seen I that watched movie. Him one time back when it came. Out. I love that movie. Man, Dick Tracy's amazing. And How I, you know, I watch know, it I'm all saying, the time? I watched I it several like it. times. I just don't you didn't like it. Didn't like it. Oh I just don't gosh. remember that. Wow. All right, Jim, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. What's going on here? Jump your gun, Mr. Luger. I don't have one. You are not carrying a weapon. Don't believe in them. Pick up the gun. Drop the gun, Mr. Luger. Don't do it. Drop the gun, or I shoot your partner. He's going to shoot me anyway. Drop it, we're both dead. Do it, Wes. Shoot him. Come on, shoot him! Shoot him, shoot him, shoot him! Shoot him, shoot him! It's Emilio Estevez. Yeah. Emilio Estevez, Samuel L. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson and Emilio Estevez. I've never... Oh, crap. Um, It's a comedy. Yeah. (laughs) Now Ryan's on it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's not Cops and Robertsons. Um, What was that other comedy... I don't know. It's I give up. I give up. Loaded weapon. Loaded weapon. Yeah. Loaded weapon. Oh, okay. Oh man. I couldn't think Still of it. Still tied. I couldn't think of it. Still tied. We have a few more sound bites, and we'll go Even back. Even if the it questions. doesn't come to me, if something's not sound bite to anyone off a certain movie, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> we'll come back to that. <laughs> All right, uh, Ryan, your turn. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Mm, nope, I'm not gonna pick that one. <laughs> not gonna pick that one. <laughs> Hmm. All right. Why I ever believed <coughs> that I would get to have tea with Mary's parents is beyond me. Having been talked into going with you, oh. we were set upon man. It was self-defense. I've been reviewing my I notes, of our exploits over the last seven months. Would you like to know my conclusion? Uh, I am psychologically disturbed. Do you know it? No, I don't. It's a Shh. very popular duo. Uh, it, it's uh, if you, do you know the uh, actors at least? No, they're in this movie. I know it. No, don't I know, know it. it. Brian know. knows it. What is it? Sherlock Brian? Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Oh, wow. See, that's why I was like, you yeah. know, from reading, yeah. from what y'all yeah. were talking about, I was trying to avoid. Except for Heat, I, that was a gimme. Yeah. I should have saved that. You know, one. I've only seen part two of that. Really? Why? Game of those Shadows. Are the, that's yeah. those are great movies. Yeah, I'm they're so, amazing movies. He has the got to do number three. 
soon. Yes, I mean, it's still on his docket, but, yeah. you know, if Marvel just let him go for a few... Uh, it's showing up pre-production, so it's yeah. got to happen. It's yeah. showing up. All right, Brian, you ready? Do it. All right. Daddy, I got a pee-pee. Swallow it, I'm busy. But, Daddy, I got to go. <laughs> uh, you're just like your mama. Your mama can't drop more than two miles before she's got to take a squirt. <laughs> I don't know what that I is, but it's hilarious. Is. I don't know what that, that is. No, never no, heard of come that. Come on, you don't. You, you do not recognize that voice. No, let's do him. Daddy, I got a pee pee. Swallow it. I'm busy. But daddy, I gotta go. Come on, uh, you're Jim. just like your mama. Your mama can't drop more than two miles before she's got to take a squirt. Wait a minute. Yes. I've never heard that a day in my life. I have, have heard this. I have heard this. Yes. But I, man. Oh. Nobody. This. Nobody in the room. I don't. Man. All right. I'm not going to get it in time. Smokey and the Bandit. Yes. Buford T. Buford Justice. T. Justice. Yeah. Jackie right. Gleason. Jessica, we were just yeah, talking about him. I remember that. Yeah. All right, Jim. Jesus. Last one, and then we go back to questions. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Friday, January 9th, 3.12 a.m. Dragnet? Dragnet. Dropped off the Virgin Connie Swale. Can't yeah. mistake Dragnet. Yeah. All right. You're up to three. Two, two, and three. Going back to questions. Here we go. Ryan? Mm-hmm. The first Die Hard movie takes place on which day? On which day? Yes. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Dun, dun, dun. Boom. Yet, three, three. Yet the director has come out and said it's not, not a, Christmas a Christmas movie. movie. Not a Christmas he put movie. That even rest. Bruce Willis. Hey, even Bruce Willis came out. You can't out take away it. the uh, tradition, though. I was just saying. I still watch it every Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. You say whatever you want. You can be whoever you want to say. It's part of my tradition. It's my tradition. It's my it's tradition. It's like Lethal Weapon is. <laughs> uh, Brian. Yes. Let's see here. Uh, John Doe punishes those guilty of committing one of the seven deadly sins. The victim he goes after first is guilty of what? Which sin? In the movie Seven. Yeah. Who did he kill first? What for? What sin did he kill first? Think of the seven deadly sins. You I'm, gotta, I'm trying. That's what I'm, I'm got trying to do. You got to narrow it down to seven. Yeah. So. Uh, can I say the second one? <laughs> <laughs> New. New. I, I don't think I've you even ever seen the movie. Ryan, you want to give it a shot? Gluttony. No. Really? No. That's the first one they come across. Okay. But who did he, who did he punish first? No one? Shame. Sloth. If you think about it in the movie, he kills Sloth fir- first, but they come across but they come it across later, later. because right. he was already he, losing, yeah. lost all his weight and everything. The, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. All right. Jim. Yep. Let's see here. Mm, too easy. <laughs> too easy. These are all pretty. You easy. say they're easy, but no, they're not. All right. Well. Uh, it's gonna come down. If I give you this one, I gotta give Ryan one more, and then it's gonna come down to a tiebreaker. So I'm okay. just gonna ask the questions for fun. Okay. And then I got one tiebreaker. Okay. Uh, all right. So 
Who is the villain in Die Hard with a Vengeance? Uh, Peter Simon Gruber. Simon Gruber. Simon yes. Gruber. Simon Peter Gruber. Yes, sorry. Simon, Simon Peter, Peter Gruber. And Ryan. Watch me not get this. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Uh, who was chasing Harrison Ford in the 1993 oh. film The Fugitive? Sam Gerard. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Jones. All right. In the tiebreaker. Put him in there. Yeah. In the tiebreaker, it's the first to name the movie. Okay. All right. So be on your toes. Got it. As soon as I hit play, but first only to them, name the right? movie. Only them. Tiebreaker. Ready? Yep. <laughs> oh, look at these two hot chickens. Finkel wants some Finkel. Give it to me. Huh? Come on. Do it. Lay it on right here. Do it. <laughs> do it. He means a kiss. We're doing little voices undercover. Come on, sweetie. Do it. Starskin Hutch. Yes. Oh, that's a sweet uh, That's the new one. As soon as I it's heard Owen Wilson. <laughs> ben Stiller and right, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Ryan, you win. So you get to name the Milestone episode 10. Wow. So think about it. If you want to get on Facebook and reach out to the people and see if they'll influence your decision. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you can do For that. For everyone out there, there was never any question. Ryan's always going to win. <laughs> hey, you led it. That's For a good say, while. Yeah. You know, you were answering a lot of the ones you weren't asked, too. So, uh, yeah. So you get to name the Milestone episode 10. You'll name that in our next episode, uh, which is... Shark, shark, sharks. Sharks everything. It's Shark Week. And a lot of people in this room are excited. There's two that are not. But going on earlier, I'm a little upset that there was no mention of Armed and Dangerous. Armed and Dangerous. You know, that was another, but you know, technically... They're rent a cops, just like Paul. It's security. Paul Blart. <laughs> yes, security. we talked about it's Paul security. Blart. You're calling you Paul Blart this earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a mall cop skit. Yeah, yeah so. it was a mall cop skit. Yeah. So he uh, could have armed and dangerous. Uh, I love that movie. Man. It was armed fantastic. Um, uh, it, any announcements uh, about co- contests, surprises, or anything? Uh, no, we're gonna be announcing. Uh, we're gonna be announcing this weekend the winner of last week's episode or uh, last week's episode giveaway, and we'll be sending that prize out. And obviously, when this episode posts, we're gonna be doing another social media giveaway. Yes. And uh, just be looking for that. We're looking for people to comment and interact with our post about this episode. Please try, give us a listen if you don't mind. Give us a rating. I would love you to give us a rating. Mm-hmm. But yes, it, we're going. We're just like we've have been doing. We're going to be looking for those who comment um, on this post about episode eight, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll pick somebody at random from those. And I promise you, I am so sorry for deleting the last post. Um, mm-hmm. I promise you I will do everything I can not to delete this new post. <laughs> Facebook um, is very hostile, so <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm really struggling with social media. It just escapes me. But um but yeah, so uh we'll be announcing the winner of last week's episode uh, giveaway and be looking for this week's giveaway. We'll put the picture of the giveaway item in the first comment. Exactly. And there's only two more weeks left for the Amazon that is correct. Uh, entry. Mm-hmm. That and is correct. Name the winner. And on, on the first episode in August, August, we're going to be naming the winner of the $100 Amazon gift card. So be sure to get in on that. I mean, $100 on Amazon. Who, who, who Which will be our 10th episode. Yeah, we got that about... Will be a, yeah. Yeah, that is our... That is, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that is right. right. Um, and we got about 300 entries. Uh, wow! To that to that competition right now. All right. 
So all 300 people that entered, uh, please go on and uh, share, uh, subscribe, and uh, rate us. And yes. <laughs> if you don't mind, we would appreciate. We yes. would. I mean, really, guys, we really would appreciate a rating and some feedback, even if it's bad. We don't mind. Yeah. We want to know what you're liking, what you're digging, what's ha- what you don't like, and everything. <laughs> we want to know everything. Everything. What is just simply pure garbage? Tell us. I mean, <laughs> yes, we a, can take it. There's We're a, all right. There's a lot of podcasts out there about specific information about uh, helping and healing and we're just trying to be funny and something you can join along with and be an escape to Mm -hmm. just have some fun and laugh at us laugh with us and um, just you know have a good time yeah exactly and again our show next week is shark shark sharks Uh, we will we're trying to get a special guest in on that one uh, who knows almost everything about We're definitely going to have sharks. a couple of small guests. Yeah, we're going to have a couple of small children's <laughs> guests Chilling. who loves them, some sharks. They love, uh, they love for a little sharks. fun to get a little uh, young outtake of uh, an understanding of why, you know, why they love uh, mutilation fish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you just call them mutilation fish? Mutilation <laughs> fishes. They are murderous guys. Mutilation well, fish, new band that. name I call it. <laughs> mutilation is new fish. band name. Those new band are name some I call it. murderous uh, fishies. Uh, we uh, are mutilation uh, fish. Mutilation fish. <laughs> <laughs> this song is called Mariana's Trench. <laughs> 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 salmon, salmon, where are you? Salmon, <laughs> salmon. Uh, so, any closing thoughts before we get out of here, guys? I got nothing. No, man, I think we did it all. All right, we want to thank y'all for uh, listening in, and again, uh, reach out to us on Facebook, rate us, subscribe, and we hope y'all have a wonderful evening. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. Later. Later.